Still only day two ninety nine though. We're kind of cheating a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're front running it a little bit. I wanted to go early. I'm a premature <laughs> streamer, I guess. All right. Yeah, that's all right. The ladies are like, oh, I'm out of here quicker. Great. <laughs> it's always good to get, to get to leave a little bit earlier. Get those uh, Ubers ready. Hey, whoever comes first wins, right? It's a, it's a race. <laughs> all right, let's see. After the AA one. Okay, I think that, that everybody see us on uh, D Live, Matt Van. Okay, yeah, it looks like everybody's. Looks like my streaming fine on my my end. I'll uh, if I can get my own YouTube link, I'll uh, I'll put this out on the, the Twitter or on the, the Telegram. Yeah. So everyone that's tuning in, like first, you guys get to see all of this uh, no content yeah. tweeting of links. Lucky you. What would your life be without this? Yeah. Just how it is. So like, behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Crypto Coffee says he's simping for you, uh, Richard. <laughs> awesome. All right. Live now. <laughs> Thanks for that crypto coffee. Okay, everybody. It's just tuning in now. Um, live with the hexologist who you should watch yes. every night. He's on dlive.tv forward slash hexologist. H-E-X-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. I watch him all the time. Yeah. He's great. He's a lot more positive than I am. I'm a grumpy fucker compared <laughs> to this dude. He's, well, dude, you have to take to the, like you take you have to take the hit from everybody, man. I, I like after going on Twitter for the past three hundred days, I'm getting like this salty. I don't know how you've done it for so many years. I'm like on Twitter, I, I, like I'm just uh, super salty over there. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, like uh, I don't getting, know, man, I was, I'm getting there. Don't I was worry, salty before. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's like my my goals are too high. It's like okay, live forever, and you know, <laughs> like but also don't diet or exercise too much. <laughs> like, oh yeah and like become the world's reserve currency and like it's just it's silly like silly goals <clears throat> you've, you've got some of them completed well well not completed but uh, you know you're working your way towards them so yeah people people are telling me that like this that this thing doesn't update my uh my stream titles which StreamYard? i wish it did no this is like just a restream, restream. thing I wish it uh, accurately managed my streams, but apparently it doesn't. So I guess I'll just go manually change it myself because, I don't know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Yeah, that, uh, it's pretty. It's pretty lame sometimes. After you have to do it every day. You have to update it manually in the restream.io. You have to go in there and press update. <laughs> All right. Well, that should do it. Cool. I renamed the uh, the public one, the YouTube All one. All right. Okay. Restream, start working. That would be fabulous. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So, man, 300. 300 straight days. Well, 299. We're, we're a little bit premature. Are you, uh, are you pretty happy with everything that's happened in the last 300 days? Or what's your... Uh, uh, 
I want more of everything. I want the price to be yeah, higher. Right. I want more users. I want, uh, you know, more respect. So this is the, the corundum. If you're a speculator, you're basically betting on how early are you compared to other people? Yeah. Because these things do not appear to price based on utility whatsoever. Right. So yeah. the price based on people buying and people buy when they hear about it. And then the question is how early did you hear about it compared to other people? So from the one perspective, all this gatekeeping and hiding of hacks is fabulous for the people that are buying in now because it makes it more possible for them to be before others. Whereas for the founder, it sucks. I want my respect yeah. now. I worked on the shit for years. It worked out amazing. It did everything it said it was going to do and more. And I want my respect now. And I see other right. things. KuCoin got hacked for $150 million yesterday. Did Hex get hacked? No. Ravencoin had a 5% inflation bug hack. Did Hex get hacked? No. Uh, sushi uh, flash crash 98%. Did, did Hex get hacked? No. Like Hex is fucking awesome. And all the dead bodies are floating by us in the river as we just sit there <laughs> like, oh, look, look, all the shit talking, gatekeeping retards keep getting hacked and annihilated as time passes. And Hex is just doing great the whole time. I want that respect now, you know, and all yeah. these, all these influencers that like hide Hex and try and pretend it's not happening. It's number two, it, like, <laughs> it's just so, so absurd. And yeah, you wonder if they'll ever figure it out. You're like, oh, well, hey guys, it's like year 10, Hex is still here kicking ass. Uh, you yeah. know, apologize now. So some, some dude like did this inverse uh, follow me Friday where he was like, here's all the people that have me blocked. And I, I like get tagged in the thread and I'm like, okay, I'll unblock you. But these usually don't last long because there's a reason why I blocked you in the first place, but I'll right. unblock you. And then I'm like, I wonder why I did block this guy. Search his tweets, right? Just do from colon his name space hex. Oh, you said anyone that uh, free claims hex loses all their dignity. Well, $3 billion <laughs> of people lost their dignity Damn. and claimed that free money I worked really hard to make for them. Uh, what the fuck did you give anyone? What, what did you give any Bitcoin holder, you piece of shit, you? You gave right. them fucking nothing. Nothing except no. a time sink to read your dog shit tweets to waste their time. <laughs> like, I gave them actual value, right? So, so if a Bitcoin maximalist ever says a fucking word to me, it's very simple. What did you give Bitcoin holders and what did I give right. them? I gave them more fuck you. Very right. simple. So. I mean, that's why I got, I mean, I was a Bitcoin maximalist back in the day because I was watching your videos and like, you know, I, I watched Tone Vase and stuff like yeah. that. So, it's, but I mean, you, you, you kind of laid it out that like Bitcoin was the, the king at the time. Yeah, it was. And, uh, yeah. but, but, you know, times like change. exactly times yeah. change and you have to update your, your, what, your worldview, you know, your, your worldview. Yes. Yeah. Cause if you don't, then you're just going to get left behind. And I feel like that's what's happening to the Bitcoin guys at this point. It's just like, dude, you guys are so dumb. Like what does hex do that, that you know, oh it's like, what does hex do? It's like everything that Bitcoin does plus but more. more. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's that? more secure. It, it goes up in price more. It, it has more features. It, it's like, yeah. you know, it has less negative externalities from uh, miners dumping the price for pay for electricity. <laughs> it's got yep. more look like, it's just insane to me. Like it just, it's fucking, it really is. Too. They don't listen. Like they, they don't read the text that I write <laughs> no. and they don't listen to the words that I say. And then when I say them in person, I have to point out that they're being retarded. I'm like, are you listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, if you liked Bitcoin, you could have made a hundred X more of it by buying hex. Right. <laughs> like yeah. it, it, and then you could have got more Bitcoin. Right. Um, if you don't claim things that are free, you're an idiot. 
I, I mined Bitcoin for free. It worked out great. It was 50 cents then. Now it's 10,500 now. Uh, I mined it for free. XLM claimed for free as a Bitcoin holder. XRP claimed for free as a Bitcoin holder. Uh, Hex claimed for free as a Bitcoin holder. BCH claimed for free as a Bitcoin holder. They're like free money is awesome. Like this Uniswap right. that uh, just got given out. Millions and millions and millions of dollars have been claimed by people that hold Hex for free because yeah. they used Uniswap, which Hex made popular and, and yeah. was the most liquid coin on that for a very long time. Um, do you see the they Bitcoiners? Just it's just insane. You see some of the Bitcoiners complaining or not complaining. They're like, I'm glad I didn't get any uni. There's some guys out there that were like, I'm so, I don't even care about it. It's like, yeah, because you didn't get it. Yeah. You, you know, right. Salty, bro. You're salty. It, it's like, hey, guys, you know, there's more Bitcoin wrapped on the Ethereum network than there is in Lightning. Yeah. No. Huh? What? Hey, guys, you know, you can like trustlessly do exchange now in addition to just currency and that's so valuable that more fees are paid using Uniswap than sending Bitcoin over the Bitcoin network. Yeah. What? Yeah, more fees are paid using Uniswap than sending Bitcoin over the Bitcoin network. So like on-chain, like actual use, more people are using that than they are sending Bitcoin. Yeah. But they don't listen. They're just fucking retarded. They don't listen. You're like, hey guys, decentralization's good, right? Okay, well then why don't you decentralize which coins you use? No, 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 I, I meant, I meant decentralization right. just uh, in the bag that I own, only the bag that yeah. I own. Well, yep. uh, okay, well, good luck with your bag, bro. You're down for three years now? Fuck, like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah. Even <laughs> even the lead core dev left Blockstream. Peter Woolley left Blockstream to work for Chaincode Labs. No one mentions that, but it's like, that's a big fucking deal. Like, right. He's the guy yeah. that runs the GitHub repository. By the way, there is actually a piece of good news for Bitcoin that I can talk about for the first fucking time and as long as I can remember. There's actually a piece of good news. There's this uh, piece of uh, software called, uh, I don't remember, some long patent number, and it allows IBLM or B, I don't remember what the hell it is, but basically it speeds up uh, the decoding of the math that you have to do to do elliptic curve stuff and like verify the blockchain. So I think it speeds up that operation like 20%. So now because the patent expired, a certain function that the Bitcoin core Public. client uses can be about 20% faster. Eh. It's not too bad. But I, I don't like anyone's. Do they have to fork it in? Well, it's or like, it uh, well, yes you do. I mean, it's not oh, a fork. Well, not. It's, it's like, it is a, it's always been in the code, but the flag has been set to off. So wow. I think it's already deployed and you just have to like either set the flag on or they might release in their new version with the like default flag set to on. But the question is like, who's, who's running a core node, full node that isn't already synced? Because I think that this optimization is only gonna affect the speed at which you can spin up a new from scratch hmm. core node. It's very few people are like, oh, yeah. I'm going to start today. I, I don't think it's actually that big a deal. But in Bitcoin, this is about the best news you're going to fucking get. Because <laughs> what else is going on? Right. Mm, 
Uh, Dude, the they're, they're going to get privacy. Mm-hmm. They're going to get privacy is what I'm... <laughs> and they're not. I always they're think not. it's funny. I'm like, dude, there's no way you're getting privacy, uh. especially with all these exchanges and stuff. What like, happened to my block size increase? It was on the roadmap when I was a small yeah. blocker three years ago. What? Where the fuck did that go? Why, why don't we have that now? Because no one cares. They're like, oh, let's push it on to Liquid Network so Blockstream can make money. Hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, what, so Lightning, I had some exchanges talking about lightning to me the other day and i was like why wouldn't she just use wrapped bitcoin and they're just they're so they're so like well you're just changing your counterparty risk so like with wrapped bitcoin usually your counterparty risk is with the bitgo company which also is all your counterparty risk if you use most exchanges because they do like custody for a ton of ton of exchanges um and with with lightning you're counterparty risk i guess is the lightning network and the people in it mm. so personally i trust the rap bitcoin more than i trust the lightning network um yeah because it's That's... done more volume and the wrapping like it, it it has in my opinion less attack surface right to even understand whether lightning is secure or not is like uh <laughs> Because keep, they keep releasing these papers. They're like, yo, it's got this problem. It's got that problem. And you're like, okay. Well, until I stop, stop seeing the stream of, oh, look, it, it's broken papers coming out. You don't have any of those papers on, on the wrapped Bitcoin stuff in Ethereum. Right. Um, there was like one coin called TBTC that doesn't have much adoption that, you know, had a test and then turned their test off because they learned something to like start over again. But that's the only like it, there's just less tax surface and why do why do you want right. to wrap bitcoin anyway fuck it just don't use it sell it yeah sell your bitcoin yeah. for ETH, <laughs> turn your ETH into X, like, and then what? you don't have to worry about the slow expensive you know you try and compare you try and compare prices between the bitcoin network and the ethereum network and you're like okay i want to do a transaction in 10 seconds on bitcoin oh uh, you can't yeah oh okay i want to do it in like a minute no all right i want to do it in like five no it's not even possible so how do you price that like how do you price a 10 or 13 second transaction versus a 10 minute transaction? Right. Cause that's the difference in, in average block times. And maybe, maybe yeah. the average block times like 9.5 minutes and yeah, cause we're overrunning the difficulty retarget. And then I know that the Ethereum average block time is 13 seconds. At least it was like a month ago. So you can't really compare the two like 13 no. seconds is a much, much, much better deal, which is why you can do decentralized exchange on Ethereum because you're getting blocks every 13 seconds. Right. So the price isn't shifting that far. You know, you know, you don't like, if you need to liquidate someone, you can liquidate them within, you know, 13 or 20 seconds of when you need to. But on the yeah. Bitcoin network with 10 minute settlement, you're like, fuck, impossible, <laughs> just impossible. Can't do anything with it. Um, yeah, I, I onboarded my cousins just the other day into Hex and told good. them, I was like, you know, the, 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 like sending them Ethereum, cause I sent them some Ethereum, sent them some Hex to, to have them try it out. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, they're like, well, why? What, what? So why did not just be a Bitcoin? And I was like, well, the, for the transactions that I just sent you, that took me ten seconds for it to get there, it would have taken at least 20, ten to thirty minutes, at least, to get your transaction because it's got to have at least three transact or confirmations before you've uh, you've uh, you're able to respend it. Right. There's no decentralized exchanges. There's no like you'd have to go on a regular. I mean, you don't have to, I guess. And if you want to de-risk and go to a stable coin, you've got to suck an exchange's dick and be like, please, please (laughs) let me send you my coins and you send me some back. please." Oh, you need selfies. How many selfies do you need? Oh, you're just going to keep my money. Oh, 
Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Exchange and then once the you send you, worst. Dude, once you send, send you your like once you take those selfies, then you've got your accounts that you you're ever going to use like tied to your name. You're pretty much doxing your all of the transactions that you've ever spent or ever done on. Yeah, uh, and then they lose blockchain. that data, and you get used to set up fake accounts on other shit. So you're like, you go in the dark net and you're like, oh, look, I can buy a bunch of fucking like selfies from XYZ system, right? Like that happened to Binance once is somebody just really? sold a bunch of, yeah, because they're, so when you're an exchange, you outsource some of your customer service to the third world. And then the admin at the third world place is just like, oh, look, all these people are sending us their, their pictures and their, in their addresses and all this stuff, lol. And then he just sells that database off. What does he give a fuck? Yeah. You know, so like it, the be, the only way to truly protect people's data is to not have it. Right. Tax doesn't know who you are. Tax doesn't have a picture of you. It's better. Can't lose data you don't have. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty weird that uh, crypto has turned to what it has turned into. I'm sure that it's like changed since you've seen it. And like for, for what I've got into it, it was just, it, for, it, it's changed uh, from what you know when I was got getting into it. I thought Bitcoin was private. That's what I was sold on. Like, oh, you can be, you can, you can get in here, and and then you really start looking into what Bitcoin does. Yeah. Like, wait a second, this is the exact opposite of why I got in. Like, the only thing I, I care about in Bitcoin is the price, and the only reason yeah. I care yeah. is because it affects the price of everything else. So I want yeah. Bitcoin's price to go to the fucking moon because everything else would go to the moon harder. Hey, yeah. Bitcoin, if you look at it. Bitcoin and Ethereum dumped in the COVID dump. Mm -hmm. And then Ethereum pumped like 2.5 X over Bitcoin's pump since then, a few yeah. months ago. So do you like 2.5 X the returns? It's like, it's better, it's way better. And Hex outperformed all of those things. So yeah. it's, it's just like, yes, better Bitcoin price, better for all of crypto. <clears throat> Uh, you, you tweeted that out the other day about uh, you know how what it, how it happens if everybody in Bitcoin sells their Bitcoin for Ethereum and then uh, what happens the price, well, you know I mean that's what it looks like is happening right like how yeah. how else if you if there is a chart of Bitcoin to Ethereum you you can look it up right it's the it's the ETH BTC chart and the fucking <laughs> the ETH is going up in price versus Bitcoin so. How does that happen? Is it new fiat coming to the market or is it some portion of Bitcoin holders shifting their holdings over? Yeah. And why wouldn't they shift? It's a superior network. It's a superior network that's more resistant to censorship that anyone can mine with a graphics card that if the miners get too crappy, they've already got a proof of work switch written that they can flip to that's already been tested. Uh, they're working on proof of stake. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, who cares? They already have decentralized exchange with billions of dollars of liquidity on it. Billions of dollars of liquidity on decentralized exchange now. Yeah. That's a fucking doesn't lot. There's a billion dollars now. of Ethereum just on Uniswap. That's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. Now when you, when you look it up, it says wrapped Ethereum, but wrapping Ethereum is actually free. You can wrap and unwrap for free. It's oh, like, okay. you don't have to incur a cost to do that. Although some people are stupid and they do anyway, <laughs> you don't, you don't have to, you can go to one inch dot exchange and wrap it on a your ETH for free. You don't have to use the fucking Uniswap pair like an idiot noob and pay a fee to do so. Um, look, Richard Hart dropping those tips on you noobs. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, 
Yeah, so like it, and then if you look at the influencers in Bitcoin, holy shit, they're so bad. They're they're like weak little midget people that brag about how they lift so much weight. Or no, they don't even lift. They're just brag about what they eat. They just brag about steak all the time. <laughs> like, bitch, show me show me your fucking workout. Like, if you you look up, you, you Google Richard Hart deadlift or Richard Hart bench, and you're gonna see me lifting heavy fucking weight because I ain't a bitch talking about steak all day long. But these weak ass little midget dudes. Like, ah, Bitcoin's the only thing in the world, and I block anyone else talking about anything else. And you ain't had a feature added in three fucking years. And all you could do is talk about steak. It was like, God damn, these loser motherfuckers right here, man. It's crazy. Pseudo-intellectuals, people without degrees, yeah. acting like, oh, man, I read Rothbard and von Mises, and now I'm fucking, I'm the king of all cryptocurrency, even though my chosen cryptocurrency is getting shit-stomped by every other coin in the world. If you Google the top, if you go to Chart Trader Pro... Mm -hmm. I post this chart all the time and you do 2020 results. There's hacks went up, you know, insane. And then there's like chain link. And then like, uh, I think ADA did one of these. And then you just look at all these coins, right? And you look in the bottom corner and it shows their like appreciation for the year. Bitcoin's in the bottom third of that shit of like the 15 coins that are there. Bitcoin's in the bottom five. Jeez. Well, do you like Just, money? You like money? Yeah. Are you in crypto no, wait, for they're money? They're in it for the tech, bro. They're in it for the tech. <laughs> it's like, well, the fucking chart says that you're in the, the like bottom one third of top market cap cryptocurrencies. Why, why are you patting yourself on the fucking back about that? It just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. So, do you think <laughs> that there will there will be at, well, I mean, probably at one point, but there will be like some exodus from Bitcoin to ethereum or uh you know any other altcoins I well mean, or is that where the noobs you don't get know in and then yeah i mean if you look at the charts it's what's it if it was a closed ecosystem there was no money coming from outside in and the only money in crypto was the money that was already there then the charts would indicate that that's already occurring because everything else is appreciating versus bitcoin but we have evidence that there's outside money coming in like this uh this guy that was indicted for fraud, but everyone is retweeting like a boss. I don't know this Michael guy that bought like a couple hundred million of Bitcoin or whatever, like half a billion, like 450 mm-hmm. million or something. Uh, you know, this guy, he bought Bitcoin. He's like, I just got here and I know everything about crypto. And you're like, mm, dude, you don't know <laughs> shit. You're fuck. A lot of people have been here longer, ultra wrecked. I hope you're just holding spot, buddy. <laughs> I hope you're not actually putting on the leverage because you're going to get the shit wrecked out of you. Um, so this guy, you know, he just buys Bitcoin. And that, you know, that cancels out some of, so all the people that are selling their Bitcoin for Ethereum and their Ethereum for Hex, that guy just taking outside money and pushing up the Bitcoin price hides that behavior, right? Mm. Um, because it pushed the Bitcoin price about 6% up was the math Willie Wu did. Who's an asshole, but hey, I'll quote him occasionally because at least he's like trying to guess at how much this guy's pushed right. the price up. And then he's using numbers from Fundstrat, and they're using numbers that I think they just pulled out of their ass regarding the money multiplier of how much fiat goes in to get a certain push in the price. And that's an outdated number. Like You have to analyze order book thickness and then guess how much of that bid support or sell pressure is real Hmm. and then guess how many hidden iceberg orders there are and hidden liquidity 
and guess how much the OTC got. Like, there's a lot of guessing going on with that. Oh, this amount of fiat equals this amount yeah. of price movement. You're like, eh, <laughs> man, there's a whole lot of guessing going on there. And if and if you know, but anyway, there's obviously some number. Like, if you, if you put in X of dollars, you're going to get way more than X out in yeah. in market cap and, and price movement and stuff. So there is a multiplier. It's just very hard to know what it is. So the Fundstrat guy said it was like. I can't remember in between 20 and 60 or maybe it's 40. This is like 20 or 40. It's a lot, right? It's a big multiplier. Um, we could use other guesses. Like how much money did the, uh, the plus token Ponzi scammers get? They got like, I don't know, maybe 6 billion of fiat to go into crypto price really? pumped from 3k to 14k on that. I yeah. was like 2 billion. That's crazy. Six uh, billion. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Oh, uh, I might be mixing up with one coin. It's been a number since oh, like maybe, yeah, maybe, some number yeah, of billions, be, right? Maybe one coin was be. six and maybe plus token was four or three. Um, but whatever. So did those guys both get, uh, did they both, they both got, uh, one coin's uh, actually for, still running. Apparently like it's really? not fully shut down. Yeah. Jeez. Apparently plus tokens shut down. Um, yeah. it's just hilarious. It's like, where do you find all these fucking retarded new coins <laughs> that don't even exist? When I'm like shilling the hardest right. imaginable, like tweeting a million times a day, doing live streams, there's yeah. people got bus ads, billboards. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's a game tonight, a soccer game. Yeah. It's on right in now. The UK. Oh well, apparently there's some hex ads in there right here. Yeah, uh, we saw it. I tweeted it out. Nice. Uh, you know, how how are these idiots buying fake coins that don't even exist when there's a real one that kicks ass? that's being yeah. shoved down their throat. Like, what are they just missing? Like, I would love to know where these guys are hiding to only receive <laughs> the scam ads and not the, the good ads. You're like, broaden <laughs> your horizons, to, guys. Stop reading the that. scam only site, you know? Where's the scam only that's site that crazy. these guys are browsing? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. That's it's, It is crazy to, to think about $6 billion worth of uh, money. But they, aren't they mostly Chinese? So it's kind of like they... Uh, I think... Well, one coin was very international, and then oh, okay. uh, plus token was just Chinese, basically, or just yeah. Asian. Um, so just yeah, it's like when I designed hacks, I I had to decide whether I'm going to go for the purely technical pitch, where the nerds, the pseudo intellectuals, think that they understand why things go up in price, and then think that things that are more technically valid do better, or the hey we actually talk about price and here's the stuff that really matters so there's like the you have to choose whether you're going to just pretend that you're so here's your options to promote your cryptocurrency option one you do the same things that uh the scammers do which is flashy graphics cool sounding intros language that the people could understand hey number goes up right. look number goes up right that's one option and that worked very well for those those scams, right? They didn't even have a real product, and they and they did fantastically well. That I believe is a more scalable approach because the majority of humans is not in crypto. So I think that's a yeah. more scalable approach. However, in Hex, the majority of the sell pressure that we see is not from that class of people. It is from people that are already in crypto, and so it kind of sucks that we didn't just go the the pseudo intellectual beat them with buzzwords bullshit route where people that hate your site are like, Oh, I'm smarter than other people. And I think 
that because I can kind of understand some of these words that I should buy this and then every I'm early and then everyone else will buy later. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's what the pseudo intellectuals think. They go to a website and they see that it's got bad marketing and yeah. a bad site and a hard to understand white paper that no human can understand. And they're like, ah, oh, I'm going to buy this because it looks more legit, even though it's got fucking admin keys and right. there's like no protect moat to protect the code. And it, like, you're just like, and they, and they th- <laughs> it just fucking kills me. It is. Like, I mean, I don't think that they can understand hex if they, if I'm well, that, that's like, what kills me is like, I understand cryptocurrency better than they do. Yeah. But they're too stupid to understand that. I know more than they do. They don't yeah. get it. <laughs> right. So like I, I know every part of cryptocurrency better than they do. And then they think that they know better than me. And it's like, yeah, it's, no, it's crazy. No. Yeah. I, like, and not only do you know, like cryptocurrency and how it works, but you know, like the community of crypto, like, yeah, the, like, you know, better than they do, because most of them are like, you can't talk about price, but that's literally all that the community cares about. It's all anyone doesn't go up. About. Right. Like, that's all anyone like, cares you're about. the first person that like said anything about that, you know, like that I've seen. It's just like Tone Vase does a show. I don't know if he does it every day, but he does it on Bitcoin's price. He doesn't do it about Bitcoin's right. upgrades. Or well, Bitcoin's, it wouldn't like, be a show because there aren't any upgrades. It's not <laughs> fucking like you're not going to have a show at that point. This is like crypto news exactly. media. It's like if you don't cover altcoins, you're just going to go to business because there's nothing else to right. talk about. So you either yeah. cover alts or you close up shop. And you either advertise for scams or you won't have any income. Bitcoin ain't sending you no fucking money. So like who's who's advertising on Etherscan? Gambling sites where you get wrecked. Shit coins where you get wrecked. Yeah. Who's, who's advertising on like the vast majority of things that are advertised get you fucking wrecked. The very, very small, very rare minority is an honest project advertising. Mm-hmm. It's like very fucking rare, super rare. Hex might be the hex and Bitcoin ads are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. They're like, yeah, these are legit. I like <clears> how the Bitcoiners are uh, hooting and hollering about their bus ads after six months right. after after Hex yeah. has done it. They're like, yeah. and then they hated on Hex while we did it. While they can Dude, claim it for oh, free. Yeah. Like, hey, assholes, you know, three billion dollars <laughs> of Bitcoin guys claimed their money for free do you like free money quit shit talking your free money maybe wait until you sell yeah. you idiots it's like for fucking, real that is true like, you're shit talking your own bag <laughs> wait until you fucking sell the shit talking you retards um, dude that was intel- super intelligent i thought like i always the the bitcoin free claim where they have to you know 90 percent of it is yeah. staked for uh for 350 days it's like Dude, if you want somebody to watch your coin for the next 350 days, you make them just, you know, you get 10% for yeah. free. Go ahead. But then you're going to hold yeah. it. And, you know, those people are going to come back and be like, holy smokes. If they're smart. It went it's up like, do you want the thing that went up a lot or the thing that went up a little? Oh, well, yeah. I like the thing that went up a lot. Oh, cool. Well, stick with that then. <clears throat> yeah, it was a great design. Great design on that. It's awesome. Somebody, somebody in chat asked a few times why Hex isn't ranked well on CoinMarketCap. Because they're gatekeepers. Here's how ranking in coin market cap theoretically works. You pay money as a coin to a centralized entity. It retarded unreasonable amount of money to list on their centralized dog shit, which crypto is invented to get rid of, invented to get rid of centralized counterparties, right? So you do the opposite of what crypto is invented for, and you pay a shitload of money to list on some exchange, which convinces other people that like your coin to go risk their money on that place. And then if you do that often enough and, and there's enough wash trading or bullshit volume, right? Then, then you are blessed 
and then yeah. you can be on the golden anointed land of have overpaid to third world country people to get listed, to convince other people to risk their money there, to fucking convince them to pay fees there. All the opposite of why crypto was invented. It's fucking disgusting. So if you look at coins that are listed on the top 100, you see that they are on a few exchanges. So Hex is listed on three of CoinMarketCap's trusted data partner. Well, motherfuckers, I guess you don't actually trust them because Hex is on there and uh, it still ain't listed on the front page. It's being manually gatekept by someone there. And when I find out that motherfucker's name, just saying, <laughs> whoever you are at Coin Market Cap that's gatekeeping hacks, if I find out your fucking name, you're gonna realize I know it, because I know there's a human being over there that's doing this shit, and he's got a name. I'll find it. Really pisses me off. I let you fuckers slide for months, months and months and months. Now the fucking launch phase that was about a year long is ninety percent over, eighty-five percent over, some large fucking number of percent over. You guys took too fucking long. I'm upset with you. Really bothers me because it's, it's the opposite of what crypto was invented for. The more scam garbage trash they list on that front page and they don't put hex on the front page, it puts people yeah. into unaudited garbage fucking projects. They're doing harm in the world. It blows yeah. my mind that people that profit on you getting fucked by fees, getting fucked by counterparty risk, getting fucked by $150 million hack like KuCoin yesterday, these assholes promote that. That's how they make the fucking money. That's the opposite of crypto. Yeah. Coin market cap makes its money by selling ads to people that fucking jack you. Period. And they incentivized coins to go give lots of money to other entities to list the coins to get the retail to risk their money in those fucking places and then they get hacked and the fucking money gets stolen. It's all disgusting. By the way, how's it good for a retail noob to hit a list of a thousand fucking shit coins, 80% of which are horrible? And I'm being yeah. fucking generous with 80%. It's, it's, it's much <laughs> yeah, higher. Yeah. How is that good for anybody in the world? How is that good? It's not fucking good. Oh, well, we don't believe in centralization, so we don't do any curating. Oh, that's funny, because you got us fucking curated on a third page. Yeah. The people that made Uniswap popular, the people that don't have admin keys, the people that have amazing price performance, the people have a founder with a fucking face, the people that delayed their launch for a year to get the security right, that have three fucking security audits. The better superior project with a three-letter .com domain name, the amazing looking logo, the great fucking community, the real people with real faces and real names fucking promoting it all day long. That fucking thing is the thing that you're gatekeeping. It's disgusting to me. And they're costing people they, money with that shit. Why do you think they are gatekeeping? Like, do you think it's just Probably personal? Probably hatred. Because I, I took, I, Trump is president, okay? Right. Why is Trump president? Trump is partially president because he got so much free press. Why did he get so much free press? Because everyone hated him so much. Could he have got that free press without being hated? No, he couldn't have. So how much press has Hex got? Basically all negative press. <laughs> Why? Because it, it, crypto's a bunch of player-hating assholes that don't go back and say, I'm sorry. So Mr. Fuckface that says, if you, claim, if you free claim Hex, you lose all your dignity but $3 billion of Bitcoin holders mint it for free. Does he apologize? No. The little fuck what doubles down and goes, well, I guess all 18 million didn't lose their dignity. Like a little oh bitch, God. right? So I work real hard to give his homies free money and he cries like a little bitch. And what is he doing to give me free money? Fucking nothing. Who else? The guy that's uh, uh, Mr. Fuckboy, uh, news article writer boy. 
I don't remember what site he works for. No name idiot, right? He's like, oh, exit scam. Hex is an exit scam. Oh, yeah? Well, who exited? I only see the community fucking grow. And what features got deprecated? I only see features got added. And what things got worse? I only things got things got better. But does this asshole go back and fix his fucking shit article that still ranks in Google? Tag that bitch on Twitter, by the way. No. Doesn't update his article. Leaves his fucking face and his shit little whatever fucked up foreign ass name this motherfucker has. All these broke ass <laughs> plebs that write these fucking crypt articles can't get real jobs and real goddamn journalism. So they fucking all have weird ass fucked up names, only write about shit that's like the smallest nit shit ever. Can't make it as a real fucking journalist anywhere. Don't do, actually research anything the fuck they're talking about and just copy paste this trash to make their yeah. 200 bucks per article or whatever sad fucking pitiful figure they make. And then don't have the balls to retract the fucking falsehoods that they state. Yeah. Suing these guys, unfortunately, would get you a bunch of fucking uncollectible judgments, a bunch of wrecked fucking plebs. So it's like, it's disgusting to me. Entirely yeah. fucking disgusting. Hex is the golden fucking miracle, 100% uptime, amazing, awesome thing that does shit these other guys can't even understand. They don't understand the velocity of money. They don't understand that the higher the velocity, the lower the value of the currency. So Hex monetizes lowering the velocity, which increases the value. But they're like, I don't, what does it do? I don't get it. What does it do? Well, it's more secure than Bitcoin. That's enough. But, but, but no, security is not a feature, isn't it, though? Really? Okay. Well, it also has ne less negative externalities and pollutes the environment less. No, I don't care about the environment. Okay. Well, it also has superior price performance. Yeah, but I, I don't care about price. Okay. Well, uh, it also has a decentralized exchangeability where you can get to fiat without having to go through a central counterparty. Oh, uh, I, I don't care about ever offloading the cash and like taking profit. I just, I just, well, you don't, you just, you're full of shit. You obviously care about some of these things, but you just don't want people to sell your little shit bag. So like, right. no, you're, you're fucking lying. Like we do care about anonymity. We do care about protecting profits. We do care about more security. We do care about protection against inflation bugs. We do care about a fucking thing you can claim for free. Can you claim Bitcoin for free? No. Do you like free money? Okay, it sounds like Hex is fucking winning. Hex is doing everything fucking right. Give it the respect it deserves. Or I guess I'll just, I have a feeling. This is just a feeling. I don't have a crystal ball, but I have a feeling Hex will make a new all-time high one day. Just a feeling. Might be wrong, may never make a new all-time high, but my gut feeling is that it will. Coin's not even a year old. It's got amazing features, amazing community, and it's being gatekept by everybody. So, and if you look, even the scams, if you look at the scams in the world, their charts take a while to ramp up. It takes a little while to just enough people to know about it to reach that threshold where it's like, right? Scam, big connect, do 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 do, plus again. Uh, fucking one coin, all, all this bullshit, right? You get this parabolic fucking insane thing where tons of people didn't know about it and then a shitload more people do know about it. So whatever causes that to happen, this, I, I think that there's a very real possibility that could happen to Hex. Because <clears throat> you just, it's, it's like what makes one video go viral on the internet? Not sure, right. but they do, yeah. it happens. So if Hex makes a new all-time high, which I think it will, uh, I can't wait to shove it in their fucking faces again. Because <laughs> for months, I was just like, hey, guys, uh, you know, every couple hours, I got to update my username with how many X Bitcoin is up versus yeah. uh, everything else. And then they probably were getting bothered by that for a while. And now they've had yeah. three months off. So they've had three months off. 
and I can't wait to fucking hammer it down their throats again. Like, hey, all you shit talkers that didn't want your free money, you're missing 90% of your stack now because you're so late. In two months, you'll be missing the rest, and I will shove it down your throat how much money you didn't fucking make for the rest of time. And I hope it hurts you every fucking day that you didn't take the free money that was handed to you. I think it's hilarious that these guys, when when the price does pump 116x, then they're like, "Oh, it's just Richard's money." But then when it goes down, they're like, "See, so you sell got it. Do a scam. If it's just Richard's so money, take his money." Like, like what? what? Are you about? And yeah. why don't you do the chain analysis? Because to me, this yeah. looks like a lot of people that had Ethereum from a long fucking time ago. And I assure you, I did not have Ethereum for a long time ago. <laughs> You're talking like it's funny that people are like, "Oh, it's for just Richard." It's probably Richard, the uh, the origin or the 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 uh, the uh, Ethereum origin. Uh, you can guy. look I was up like, all he the was, fucking. He was talking shit two years ago about Ethereum. Why would right. he? Yeah, why would yeah, he I was talk murdering shit my bag back with then. that like eighty million dollars worth of Ethereum, and he's talking shit on it. Hilarious. Great. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So it's the, they're just so fucking stupid. You. <laughs> I tell them what's going to happen. It happens. And then everyone that was wrong, they're just like, oh, let's pretend it didn't happen. I was like, hey, guys, Ethereum beats Bitcoin, Bitcoin beats the dollar, and Hex beats both 2020. That's what I said. That's what happened. Where's everybody else's predictions? Right? Uh, <laughs> like, fucking, why don't they learn? Why don't they learn? If you write an article and you're wildly wrong, stop, <laughs> stop being wrong, apologize, you know, write something to cancel out the pain and horror that you cause people early for no fucking reason. All this gatekeeping, by the way, it hurts the entire community. Yeah. All of these people that are getting scammed by garbage are getting scammed by garbage because they didn't invest in hacks. You're not like, Stop hurting the fucking cryptocurrency ecosystem by funneling attention into things that are trash, that don't have security audits and are not safe. Stop doing that, you fucks. And who's doing it? All of the influencers and all of the exchange owners. All of yeah. them. And all of the, the ranking sites. Oh, shit. Well, those are like next to the miners, the three most powerful entities in the whole ecosystem are shilling fucking garbage. It's getting people's wrecked. Yep. And who's, who's, who's promoting not trading? Yeah. Who's promoting things that have security audits? Who's giving away things for free? And the assholes that talk shit, what are they doing? Causing harm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really weird that they <clears throat> want, it's like, they like, what is that? What is it? I think Alan said it and you've said it before the Schneid, Schneidefreud or something like that. Schadenfreude. Where it's yeah. like you see, yeah, yeah. Where you see somebody uh, getting, getting wrecked and you have pleasure in it. It's like you have that in some things, but it's like they, I don't know, man, they, they must love it because they, I, I've called out so many people in the last couple of weeks. That I like it. Like, Fuck them. Look, man, we were nice and chill for eight or nine <laughs> yeah. months. Okay, yeah. We did that. Now let's try the other thing because yeah. being nice didn't fucking work. No. So, okay. You, you guys don't like when we're nice. Fine. We'll be not nice because fuck you yeah. guys. We're going to do anyway. We're going to yeah. do a trustless distributed ecosystem. Kill Richard. Take hex.com down. Hex don't give a fuck. Don't matter. Bunch of other yeah. front ends. So it's like they got more to lose. <laughs> we're the underdog yeah, here. Very true. So I don't see very how they I don't see how we're gonna lose in a battle with these fucks. I see how they'll yeah. lose, not us. <clears throat> so 
Um, I was going to ask you. So, how long does the 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 shares like? I know that the shares will continue to go up forever. Well, yeah, you know, it'll go up forever. Yeah. But like, what did you guys do a simulation on how long that would uh that would go on for? for you well, know, like, I, I mis- think you said I like misunderstood how it worked, and Kyle had to like explain it to me better. So even even when you design something like modeling how it works after is fucking complicated. Hex has emergent behaviors that are even outside my design parameters, which have worked out really cool. I didn't expect people would be emergency end staking to make longer stakes to get more shares. It's awesome. Like that's great. Fabulous. Right. Didn't expect that. Um, I didn't expect people to build on top of it so quick. And we saw some people did that and the share rate I thought was always based on the maximum profit. But it's actually, it goes up even if there's never a new maximum profit. So the way the share rate system works is, it it makes sure that you can never, ever, ever get more shares with a stake that you just ended. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how much money you make, how much profit you make in Hex, when you end your stake, no matter how much you make, the system will look and go, okay, congratulations on your profit. Now we're gonna up the share price to make sure that if you restake that money that you just got, that hex that you just received as profit plus principal, if you restake that right now, you will get the same shares or less, period, no matter what. So if your stake ever ends, no matter how much profit you made, you will never be able to restake it again and get more shares ever, never. The best you can possibly do is break even. And if anyone else uh, moved that share price higher than you would have, then you're not even going to break even. And statistically, the, the chance that you're the guy that moved it all the way up is very low. So statistically, it's very extremely likely that you will get less shares than you had before your stake ended, which is why longer stakes pay better be- because of that ratcheting mechanism. And the ratchet only moves up, price only goes up. So even if one day uh, there's never a, like, so let's, let's say the giant, huge, massive, big payday payout. Um, it's a huge profit input. It, it's probably the largest profit input that will ever occur in the entire system in a single day by far. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like a 50% increase. So, so I, I estimate the circulating supply or the, the total supply before big payday on November 19th should be around 476 billion. And then the the big payday right now is like 183.7 billion. Mm-hmm. And 183.7 over 476 is 38.6%. So that's like a 38% payout to the staker class credited on that day. I don't think there's any other mechanism by which you could generate that, that it's maybe there's some way to like end a zillion stakes at once. It, it, it's most likely the largest payout that will ever occur in the entire system ever. Yeah. Um, that will cause the end stakes right after that payout uh, to have huge share rate increase. The share rate mm-hmm. will explode because it has to because otherwise those guys could take their profit that they got and restake it and get more shares. And the systems would be like, no, no, no. You will only yeah. always have less shares, period. So that's why the rarest thing in Hex isn't the Hex, it's actually the shares. Mm-hmm. So I, I, uh, 
I am very excited to see what the share price ends up yeah. being. And I'm very excited to see how people's stake and behavior uh, is up into uh, the big payday. And it, it never stops going up, the share price. Whether someone has a new all-time high profit or not, uh, it will never stop going up. So, so you think that'll go on for forever? It'll just, there's not really a end. It will exceed your lifetime. <laughs> Okay. So okay. With, a, with a maximum 120 well, I mean, year we're, we're going for life extension here, bro. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think we're good for like 155 years or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. And I and and you know, I think we're going to be okay. All right. Um, I mean, I that, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm no. you know, I I was just wondering. There's no. some people are, uh, because I because I like in my when I misunderstood it a little bit. I was like, okay, well, maybe the share price will max out after big payday because that it's the largest profit input the system ever. But nope, it has to keep going up to make sure that people never get more shares. Yeah. So it's just going to keep going up forever. But on the chart, I think that this will be the largest like single day increase ever by far. Yeah. Um, yeah I think we. I like that simulation that he did. The the uh, if you see yeah. how the ten year. I don't know how how accurate that is now since it's not even. But I don't know. I did kind of some predictions on it, and I don't know if those are correct. But at, you know, right at the end of the the launch phase, I was saying like almost six. Uh, you're gonna about probably around if it still is the same amount of people staying. I think I think you could take six. a guess as to how high it's gonna go by like looking at which person would have the highest amount of profit. Hmm. And then, then hopefully they win an emergency end stake too. Well, it doesn't matter if it's emergency or not. Like you could just, you could just look at whoever has the highest profit that has a naturally ending stake on that day, mm. like on November twentieth. Yeah. Um. So whoever, I'm not this like timing thing. Like I, I'm not really sure whether yeah. it, the price is going to ratchet the hardest on the nineteenth or the twentieth because it's like this fence post error off yeah. by one hard to like. Is it the beginning, middle, end of the day kind of thing? I, I haven't right. really spent the time to really get that. Um, so right well, now, when you find it out, let me know because I everybody well, always asks me, "What is it happening?" I'm like, "Dude, just be here for the last week." I can't, right. I'm not yeah. telling you because I don't want to wreck you or something. Like you're, oh, well, my it's gosh. different in every time zone, right? So then you have yeah. to talk UTC, yeah. and then yeah. it's like it also matters who ends their stake. And just because someone's stake is scheduled to end doesn't mean they actually right. end it. They could right. emerge, they could good accounting it, which doesn't True. end it. And then actually like, does the shares go up? I'm, I'm like not sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if good accounting yeah. actually rats rats. It's the share price. I'm not sure. Okay. I have to go read the code. <laughs> so it might, I'm not sure. My gut feeling is that like it requires coins to be minted, okay. but I might be wrong. Um, the share price might indeed ratchet on good accounting. Ask Kyle. Kyle probably knows it better than me. Um, dude, Kyle, he's super yeah. smart, dude. So it's like, I, I, here's the other thing, right? What if, what if uh, people think that all these stakes are going to be ending like right after big day day and the people think they're going to dump them. But what if those guys, they don't sell? Yeah. <laughs> what if they restake uh, and then people are like, ah, shit, <laughs> no, no cheap coins. You don't know. Like I have no, yeah. when someone ends their stake, I don't know. Like what is, what have people been doing when they end their stake now? Are they restaking? Are they dumping? I mean, the price looks like it's uh, 
pretty stable right now. So it doesn't feel like they're dumping, but you could go and do this research, right? Like what is the average staker behavior when he ends the stake now? Is it to sell or restake or, or just hold liquid? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, if I was trading hex, I would fucking know, <laughs> you know, that seems like yeah. something good to know. Cause yeah. then at least you know what now's behavior is and you can make a guess as to whether you think that behavior is going to continue. <clears throat> it's kind of cool that you could like see what the people have been doing, what the big whales have been doing, what they're, if they've been restaking their profits, if they've been restaking or just selling off their interest or having yeah. that truth engine in there. It's really, uh, it's pretty awesome to, to, to see. I mean, I don't take the time to figure that. Oh, stuff I did out. the I math. I posted it, I bro. There's, there's, there's been an average of $10,000 a day. Now this is using today's price, right? So if you, if you take all of the emergency end stakes, and I think that's where the majority of these penalties are coming from. I don't, I don't think most of the penalties are from late end stakes. I think they're from early end stakes. 880 million hacks has been uh, paid in penalties. And that is about $10,000 a day at today's price. Now, obviously those penalties were worth less back when the price was lower. And because right. hacks is ap ap appreciated so much, the majority of those penalties went when the price was lower. Maybe some guys, you know, uh, when the price was twice as high from now, um, you know, I think we had some emergency end stakes up there too. So those guys like, you know, paid heavy, but it's interesting to me that like the stakers benefit. And I think when I made that tweet, people don't understand that the stakers benefit from that. The stakers right. are getting half of those penalties. Yeah. So the stakers got half a billion hex as rewards for being stakers. There's only yeah. 800 million hex in Uniswap. So like the entire liquidity of Uniswap on the hex side is what the, um, was paid in penalties by emergency end stakers. That's the game theory right. working because yeah. if you didn't get those guys penalized, then when they fagged out and dumped their bags with their weak little frail hands later, <laughs> when the price was higher, it would hurt more. So yeah. if you, if the little weak hands want to sell, and get the crap penalized out of them and pay heavier penalties because they're selling at a shorter period into their stake. It's like, awesome. It's like, Oh look, it's like a weak hand detector. We can't detect it. Yeah. Oh, earlier. Great. Larger penalty. Get shaken out now. Oh no. What has, what has happened? The price has gone up without me. And they buy in and they have less. And you're like, well, somebody else benefited from your loss. Yeah. You know, like they, not only from the, the penalties, but you, somebody got your money, right? Like, like if you bought in and you had a bunch of coins and then you sold and then you had to rebuy higher and now you have less coins, but you still put the same amount of money in, well, someone got that benefit from you, right? So some other party on the other side of that transaction ended up with your coins or your money that you used to have. So, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's cool that uh, you even called it out earlier or, or before I think Hex even was out or maybe very soon was or like after. But uh, when you called out that people were going to FUD the price down. Yep. Uh, just, Every trader just as soon as he sells. Penalties. I mean, we saw some people in, in the Hex community that were, you know, they were FUDding it. I I, I thought it was funny because I was just like, oh, they, you know, they're joking around and trying to FUD the price down. I didn't think there was that big of a deal until it was like, Oh wait, they're actually like <laughs> literally trying to like tear apart the community. Yeah, they're trying to and, kill it. Uh, like when seems, a trader yeah, sells yeah. his bag, he demonizes whatever he sold so yeah. hard, makes yeah. up shit. Yeah, it's like unreasonable because if you follow traders, they're they're 
they're bipolar they're schizophrenic yeah. they're like long everything's amazing we're going to a million next year <laughs> as soon as he sells his bag oh fuck it's all over Malk Ox is selling <laughs> oh rich guy's buying and then you're just like dude no one like no one's even buying or selling based on your shit you just look stupid yeah <laughs> like you don't even have enough followers to influence the price you're just yeah. obviously selling you know, like you're not a reliable source of information you're just schizophrenically tweeting out whatever bias you think based on your position and because you're not a long-term trader your positions flip-flop like fuck so your opinions flip-flop like fuck and then everyone that listens to you just gets wrecked so yeah. it's like it, it's so weird seeing some of these crypto Twitter dudes have like huge followings and I th attribute it to the last bull run. You know, you get a lot yeah. during that probably, yeah. but like these guys that just shill a list of coins right? and then two days later, you know, one of those coins probably has done a negative 75% downward uh, move. Yeah. It's like, how do you continue to get followers? And then you see, you see that they only get like 20 likes on their because they, uh, on, they don't even tweets, get, but they because have they're wrong and followers. no one checks them. Yeah. They just say shit that's totally retarded and wrong, and then their stupid club followers aren't keeping track. Yeah, this is this is why confidence men are so effective. People give credit to confidence without checking to see if that shit is real or not. So you know, tone vase scamming piece of shit. Do most people lose money trading? Yes. Does tone vase get the price right usually? No. Wrecked pleb doesn't understand trading. Like, I met him in person in Singapore. He told me you can't short Bitcoin because the Bitcoin that you made shorting it isn't worth anything after you drive the price down. As though you couldn't get cash settled futures from the B, uh, from the CME <laughs> that do hundreds of millions of dollars daily. Yes, you can. You can short the CME, rape the Bitcoin network, and get paid in cold hard cash from an amazing counterparty. He's like, huh? What? I don't fucking <laughs> I don't understand because he's retarded. He doesn't understand. Yeah. He's stupid. Like, it, it just blows my fucking mind. Rips off the Tom DeMarc indicator, doesn't give Tom DeMarc any money, doesn't see any problem with that. Asshole. Yeah. Imagine if he I made the Tone Vase of counter trading yeah. indicator that you just did the opposite of whatever it said and you were fucking golden. <laughs> you should. At least I would understand that the idiot should get some money for his fucking name being on there. Yeah. You know? It's like imagine promoting the most dangerous activity in crypto trading unironically and then calling everything else a shit coin. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. uh, you promote the absolute most dangerous thing that gets the most people destroyed. And as a common side effect has people kill themselves. That's yeah. what you promote. You piece of shit. <laughs> Like fucking yeah, he's like he's wow. Most of these guys, most of these guys, I would say ninety nine percent of these guys have never done anything for their community in the like the in the positive. Like there's nothing. I like I haven't seen it. They haven't put out videos. It's like oh, these are the fundamentals of it. It's mostly like here's how to trade. Here's how to use my Bybit link or whatever. You know that's about it. That's that's all I've I've seen about the. And the funny thing is, every this is something that no one has any disagreement about. There's not a fucking person in the entire world that thinks that people make money trading anything, anything at all. If you go, hey, do you think most traders of anything win or lose money? Everyone will tell you they lose money. Yeah. And then you're like, so people that promote that are getting the shit wrecked out of the vast majority of people, right? Yes, everyone agrees. Okay, well, well why don't you guys like speak out against that or try and make it stop happening? 
or because all you're doing is enriching the exchanges. Yeah. And what are they doing with the money? Uh, getting it hacked and stolen. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Good job. Yeah. And putting out ads to lure more people in there to feed the hackers more money. <laughs> like, yeah. Quadriga CX lost all the money. Cryptopia lost all the money. Mt. Gox lost almost all the money. Uh, Binance was hacked for $40 million. Uh, on down the fucking list, right? You're like, at what point are you guys going to stop? Like, crypto is designed to get rid of counterparty risk and get rid of middlemen. And what is a larger counterparty risk? And what is a larger middleman than a fucking exchange? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Can't think of one. Can't think of one. And and there's decentralized exchanges now on the Ethereum network. It's like, if you don't use those, what's that? Huge liquidity. Yeah. If you don't use that, the most liquid spot market for Ethereum in the entire fucking world now. So do you want shittier order execution? Now, look, I was looking at the charts today. Matter of fact, I'm going to hook you guys up and I'm going to look at the chart right now. And I'm going to tell you how much fucking better trading on Uniswap is than, uh, than a centralized exchange. <clears throat> so there's an exchange a lot of people use to, uh, to chart because it doesn't have margin trading. So the wicks are a little bit less crazy because you don't get liquidation wicks and that's Bitstamp. Okay. So if we go over to trading view and we look up the Bitstamp BT, uh, ETH USD chart, <clears throat> we're going to see that on Bitstamp today, the volatility, right? Like the, uh, the high and the low on Bitstamp, which has less scammy wicks usually cause no margin trading. We had a high of 356.62 and we had a low of 346.19. So $10 and 50 cents, all right? 45 cents. We'll call it $10.50. That was our high to low. Now let's do that same over on uniswap.vision. <clears throat> so go to uniswap.vision and then go to ETHUSDC. And there's actually, it might even be more liquid on the die pair or USDT yeah. pair. Let me see which one's the most liquid. Cause what we're doing is we're, we're comparing Bitstamp ETH USD versus uh, Uniswap ETH USDT or DAI or uh, USDC. I don't think DAI is a really good comparison because it trades at a premium usually. Like DAI is more valuable cause it can't hold its peg properly. Yeah. <clears throat> So right now, the most liquid market on Uniswap for um, stablecoin is USDT at 261M, USDC at 216M, and DAI at 186M million. So the most liquid would be Tether. So, so let's look at the price range on Tether, and let's look at the price range on USDC. So ETH USDT today had a high of 253 and a low of 253. 
that's a $1 range. <laughs> Whereas on Bitstamp, it had a $10 range. Wow. That's a big fucking difference. Yeah. <laughs> that means like, so right now the price is two fifty three forty five on, uh, and this is for Tether. Let's check USDC and see if it's any, uh, any more wide high 253 low 252 well holy shit that is a much more liquid market yeah much more liquid market and that's because there's a billion dollars of ethereum bid support or there there's there's a billion dollars of ethereum and about a billion dollars of stablecoin sitting in uniswap and there is not a billion dollars of Ethereum or a billion dollars of stablecoin sitting right. in the order book of any other exchange in the world. There's not at all. So it's awesome. You want to you wanna buy and move the price less? Uniswap. You want to sell and move the price less? Uniswap. Oh, and the trading fees are lower too. I think, I think Bitstamp's trading fee is like half a percent. Uniswap's trading fee is 0.3%. So you're getting better order execution with less counterparty risk and lower fees. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Thank you. you. Keep your keys. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Is no. anyone in Bitcoin popularizing this? Just me, nah. you, and hexagons, right? Yeah. So like, they just, it's better. And who could have predicted it would be better? Ah, I told you it was coming. <laughs> I told you for months. I told you this was going to happen. You didn't fucking listen. If you did listen, you're like, oh, we love you, Richard, because you were right again. But if you didn't listen, oh, Richard, we hate him. He's a fucking scammer. Yeah, I'm a scammer because I tell everyone the shit that's true before anyone else. That makes me a scammer. Is it the free money I give out? Is it the free videos? Is it the free books? Is it the fucking triple audited, launched, fully complete project? It was like, what, where? Show me the scam. Name one person I've ever fucked in my whole life. One single. Oh, he's a single human that didn't even get a good deal. Anyone. Crazy. <clears throat> yeah, it is insane. Um. I did a normal commerce. Been, like I did, I did a car stereo store for years where yeah. all the people I fucked over, everyone got a good deal. Everybody. Yeah. I even asked you questions when I was putting in my, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was putting in my subs, man. I mean, yeah. you know, your shit, like it's, uh, I do. You didn't, you didn't tell me <laughs> that they already paralleled down to forums in the box. I thought you had two. Yeah, I don't know like enough about star. I don't yeah. know enough about them. I was just like, uh, these are my things. So yeah. Doubling your watch um, only gives you three DB. So you're going to be fine. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't turn them up very loud anyway. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people have been asking because the Ethereum gas fees, you know, when the, when the uni token released, we were paying 50, $60 or more. Uh, so there's a lot of complaints about the, uh, about yeah, the, people were the, paying 50 bucks to get 1450. Right. Right. It's like, but they're, they, they want to be moved to a faster, you know, like a, something that here's like the problem. A, with a, that. A, like a, here's yeah, problem. I'm, I'm just asking the question because everybody That's wants a great to question. I want to cover it. Okay. In Hex, what's the most important thing? Security uh, and price. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have security, you don't have shit. True. Yeah. But after security, the price. So what how would you get the price of Hex to go up the most? By getting the most people to buy it. Okay. Well, who's been responsible for the majority of the price movements in Hex thus far? From my perspective and the chain analysis that I've done, it looks to me to be Ethereum whales. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. So if it's the case, I mean, we saw one Ethereum whale doubled the fucking price with, uh, you know, a 
10,000 ETH market buy at the time. Well, fuck, that's a lot, right? So as long as the majority of whales and entities that are pushing up the price of HEX are Ethereum holders, it really, really, really matters and really, really, really helps to be on the Ethereum chain. Because otherwise, what's the shit that it run, you run into? Okay, we, wanna, we want Bitcoiners to be able to swap their BTC for HEX. Well, you have to use a centralized exchange or you can use a federated decentralized thing that there's instructions for on the front of hex.com, but it takes six confirmations. I mean, you can be waiting an hour or more, least, yeah. but Hey, at least, at least there's less counterparty risk. Right. Now, if you're on the same chain, you don't got to wait nothing. You wait 13 seconds. So being on the same chain is super important as long as the primary value acquisition mechanism for on-ramping money into Hex is Ethereum. Now here's another thing. If someone wants to take fiat and turn fiat into Hex, the easiest way and widest distributed way for them to do that is to buy Ethereum at whatever their local national exchange is that sells Ethereum. So it, it really, really helps to be on the same chain. Now, if the world was different or it changes and the majority of inbound economic energy is through a venue that is not Ethereum. So if more people are sending bank wires and turning them directly into hacks and skipping Ethereum, or if uh, more people are using credit cards and turning it directly into hacks, skipping Ethereum, or people are using other coins and turning those into Ethereum to turn them into Hex, and instead they could do that directly. If any of those things became the primary value acquisition mechanism, then you could make the case that it would be wise to, as a community, airdrop the system state to another consensus network uh, to reduce fees. As it stands, I still believe the majority of people that want to on-ramp into Hex at this moment are Ethereum holders. Until I see that change, uh, it really is very useful to be on that chain to absorb that energy. So if you're on the Ethereum chain, it's the easiest to absorb the Ethereum economic energy. If you switch to another chain, now how are you going to get the Ethereum economic energy in? Oh, uh, you got to go through some type of federated middleman thing like we're doing for Bitcoin. Yeah. Or you've got to have so many national on-ramps that don't require middle that go directly to Hex. Like if you're in America right now and you want to buy Hex, at Coinbase, you can't. If you want to buy Hex of Kraken, you can't. You want to buy Hex of Binance, you can't. Just fine. Buy Ethereum and use that. Or if you want to, if you're on Coinbase, you can use USDC without paying any fees. You can onboard USDC for no fees, and then turn that into Hex. Um, so, and by the way, the fees now are you know single yeah, dollars, double not double-digit yeah. dollars. So, in summary. As long as what is causing the price to pump, in my opinion, is majority people that already have ETH, probably stay on ETH, right? Yeah. That changes, and you know, there's some other economic energy coming in from somewhere else, then an alternate consensus network could make sense, or a layer two. They're both you know options. 
you could airdrop system state to a layer two, you could airdrop system state to an alternate consensus network. But really, I don't think either of those is a good idea when you want to get all that ETH energy in. So, And I think like flip-flopping back and forth between multiple you know, uh, platforms is like a bad idea in general because it's like then you're just never that you're just having forks on, you know, oh, we're on TRX this week and then maybe in a couple of weeks we're on this platform and then we're on this platform. And it's just it seems to uh, I don't know. It, it seems like a complication for the entire everybody in the community to have to worry about, <laughs> oh, are we going to be on a different platform? Well, uh, I mean, look, more it's like what's the benefit of having ethereum users be able to turn their ethereum into hex easily and quickly yeah. versus how much does it cost to end a damn stake and start a stake and that's the ratio right and you also have yeah. security concerns you know just airdropping system state to a new network how do you know that new network works well are you the one that's beta testing it yeah <laughs> we know hex uses things that are battle hardened for years no problems for years that's a nice thing to have you know yeah. to so and historically high fees don't last forever historically they come and go who knows maybe maybe high fees will last forever but a especially during this uh this launch phase i think being able to absorb ETH economic energy is wildly important. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you can analyze, like you can go in Uniswap and you can see like what are people trading to get their hacks? Is it primarily USDC or USDT or some other altcoin? Is it rap Bitcoin? What, what is it that they're trading for their hacks? And from the chain analysis that I've done, it looks like it's all ETH, the vast majority of it. So if you want people to keep buying hex bags with their ETH, better stay on the ETH network. Um, I had a question about the uh, the wrapped Ethereum on Uniswap when it goes from Uni to because people get those that Uni uh, and then it's wrapped. It'll go from Uni, then it'll convert it to wrapped automatic, and then it'll go. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering in the price, does that is it a Uniswap like so on Uniswap? No, it's just automatic. So the, the reason the reason they did that is when you develop software, you mm -hmm. have to write it to a standard. You don't have to, but God, it's sure better if you do. So the ERC-20 standard uh, is different than the Ethereum standard. So sending ERC-20 economic value is a different process than sending Ethereum economic value. So if you wrote code to support thousands of ERC-20s, it's easier to take input ETH, flip it to wrapped ETH, use the same business logic and code, and then just unwrap it at the end. It's okay. easier to wrap and unwrap and use the same code than to introduce extra attack surface by having a separate code base to handle just the Ethereum transfers. Hmm. So it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a more secure and better way to build infrastructure that interfaces with the ERC twenties and Ethereum. Okay. If you're doing something in Ethereum that didn't touch ERC twenties, then you wouldn't do it. Yeah. But if you're doing stuff that touches ERC twenties, then it's better to just wrap the ETH. And, and treat it as an ERC-20, just like you do all the other ERC-20s, than to have two separate code bases, one to handle the ERC-20 in and out, and one to handle the ETH in and out. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's like when I, you it's like when you load mail onto an airplane. Right. You wrap it. You you don't just put a blower and 
fill up the airplane with mail. You don't do that. You put it into yeah. containers. You wrap it into containers that fit inside the airplane properly. And that is how mail is transported in containers yeah. that fit the plane. So it's it's a better way to, to transport stuff. Um, so a couple of people are asking, and I had a qu same question, a layer two, uh, well, layer two solution for reducing fees for staking and unstaking, like loop ring or Z ZK sync, or, uh, you see anything? I know that you can't give any forward looking statements, but it's like, uh, one hexagons even do something like that. Like make, uh, I don't know how easy well, it is to be honest with you, but obviously not the issue easy. is if you, if you use a layer two, to handle sending and receiving of ERC-20s, which is what Hex has now through zksync.io. Mm -hmm. Then you can do all your sending and receiving with other counterparties in that layer two for you know 30X less money than a standard fee. So it's the three bucks you're paying like, you know, 10 Thanks, cents. Yeah. Uh, and really it's like three cents and a dollar 80 or something like that. I don't know, Just, you can do the math. Um, it's multiple you know, cheaper, not a hundred X, but about 30 X, I think. So now, okay. You want to get back on the main net and do something like use Uniswap. Well, you're gonna have to pay the main net to do that. Now imagine you tried to do that with hex stakes. You'd be like, okay, layer two, I want you to use your advanced off chain with proving that you did it right off chain to open a stake. Mm -hmm. Well, your stake affects the entire system state of the core mainnet thing. Right. Because you're going to dilute the share pool. Well, how are you going to dilute the share pool when you open your stake? By registering that math in the real contract. In the mainnet. So you would have to take all of the logic, everything, and Put it, and move it. Huh into the L2. And then if the L2 goes down, now people are having to do withdrawals on a timer and then they have to wait like X amount of time and then they can withdraw. That's not as censorship resistant. Yeah. Because someone could attack the L2. I think about it like that, yeah. So, so first it's, it's not as censorship resistant. It, I don't know of an easy way to bifur bifurcate that logic amongst the two systems. So because like if you're, if you're just doing sends and receives, then this system, the, the main net just sees, hey, this L2 has this amount of balance of all the coins that have ever been sent to it by everybody. Mm -hmm. And then they can move them around amongst themselves when they're in that silo. But to the main net, it just sees an address, the address right. of the L2 that just has a shitload of ERC-20 balances. Hmm. And ETH balance. Yeah. So so let's try and make that analogy for Hex. Okay, here's the Hex main net contract. Now, what does that silo look like to Hex? It would have to be like a parent stake. Right? It would have mm -hmm. to make a parent stake. And then that parent stake... So I guess I don't see how you would easily... It could be done. It would be less censorship resistant. And you would basically have your core system state and then all the sub stakes in the layer two. And then someone would have to write all the logic that managed 
all those sub stakes having pieces of the main net stake. Hmm. You could do it. Yeah, I was, I was but, thinking it was going to be way I mean, easier than that. <laughs> that's pretty fucking hard. Yeah. Pretty yeah, hard. I don't, I don't see some of these guys doing that. for Because hex, the hex contract's actually advanced. Yeah. It does yeah. caching, compression, bitwise shifts. So a lot of the infrastructure and tools that the normal Ethereum plebs use don't even support bitwise shifts. So you're just like, oh, I guess we have to write our own library to do this now because this garbage that they guys built doesn't even support this basic computing function. So, you know, it's like Ethereum is mostly people that are, they're not the best programmers in the world, but they think they're hot shit and they don't realize that better programmers have been around for 50 fucking years and faced yeah. all these dragons before and, and slayed them, which is like, you know, when the hex contract was being developed, we transpiled it. And by we, I mean, someone that ain't me, someone's <laughs> a much better dev than I, a non-dev, a, a, a smart project manager, non-dev, um, not effective project manager, but a smart one, at least, uh, we transpiled the solidity code into C so that we could use better tooling infrastructure and enforce types. I'm not even going to explain to you what types are. But yeah, that's all right. Yeah. It, so like we had to invent our own tooling to make the code work better because the Ethereum ecosystem didn't have it available, you know? Huh. Um, so it's like the chance, first of all, there's, there's no one on mainnet doing any type of contract execution currently on L2. Yeah. A project just, I think is doing some beta stuff, but I, I'm not a f big fan of beta stuff. I like other people to lose their money testing shit. I'm not a fan of losing my money testing shit or, yeah. or hexagons losing their money testing shit. So I'd rather all types of bugs and stuff get found by others, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So, so like for the, for the complexity involved trying, it would be much easier to airdrop hexes system state to an alternate consensus network that had higher throughput and lower fees yeah, than it would be to build out an L2. Hmm. Because one, you could just use existing tooling, whereas building out the L2, you're, you're writing shit from scratch. It's like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, fucking hard doing that for a while. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's like, yeah. I, I mean, oh. I already, I've already got a network in mind if, uh, if ever oh, the community geez. wanted to do that. Oh, <clears throat> just uh want to just want to uh, get as much ethereum people as we can first well yeah uh, it's like look wherever the money's coming from right if the ethereum guys yeah, are the ones uh, that are buying up hacks well then let's serve that market to the best of our ability yeah. and if it changes and some other group of people's buying up hacks okay guys well you're gonna have to take a hit and now it's gonna be easier for those dudes you know like yeah that's how you do business like you got to tailor to your audience yeah um so 50, 50 days left or 51 days left, man. Is that it? So pretty, God damn. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? It's that like, is well, not long. AA. That is I not know. long. And crypto, that shit will be like, wake up tomorrow. Yeah. Yo, 50 days are gone. <laughs> Dude, crazy. That's that's how it, uh, it's felt that, like that, for, especially the last 100 days. It's uh, yeah. this last 49, I guess. It's been pretty crazy. So I'm pretty um, happy with what the price is doing. I mean, yeah. it's like... yeah. I'm cool with it. Oh, well, I, I'm happy with pretty much everything with Hex. I mean, there's 
honestly nothing that i've seen that it's like oh man i wish we could have done this better like that if i always tell people if the, if i was to make a cryptocurrency and i don't have the brains at all but if it like hex is the only one that it's like oh that just makes sense and when you show it to no coiners people that are, are not invested in coins at all they they are like oh so i can just put some hex in there and i get more hex out of it that makes sense but the, it's, it's just so just crazy weird. you're like yo yeah. bitcoin inflates to pay miners to dump for electricity to harm the environment yeah. an extortion racket by the way the people you're protecting yourself from are the people you're paying yeah. they're not protecting you from other other entities they're protecting you from themselves uh and so in hex we just pay stakers instead of miners and we inflate less than bitcoin did for its first 10 years of existence after launch phase which is over in 51 days yeah but their brains are like, I don't get it. I don't understand what. Yeah, it's it's just like Bitcoin, except it has less dumping for electricity because we piggyback another network and it has lower inflation than Bitcoin's yeah. first 10 years. I don't understand what, but why? What does it do? Yeah, where does it do? Wow. It's, <laughs> uh, it stores value securely. No, it's not enough, isn't it? It seems like that's actually pretty rare in crypto. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, like how people are just like, it's just another ERC-20 token that you just copied. It's NAR. <laughs> it's like, it's dude, gnar. are you kidding me? Have you looked at the code? Like, right. I don't know, it's like, a, like I, I, It seems uh, pretty pretty advanced for what I see. It does more than the yeah, Ethereum I'm network I'm not does. a coder, but people don't People don't fucking get this. Hex does more than the Ethereum network does. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you have a keyboard. What does your keyboard do? Nothing. It fucking sits there. You have to do all the work and type the fucking words. Okay. What does the Ethereum network do? Does it do trustless interest? No. Does it do uh, reward you longer if you stake longer? No, it doesn't. Because you have to build the shit. So Hex is a novel and Ethereum is a keyboard. So when people say, oh, it's just an ERC-20, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. ERC-20s, yeah. they don't do business logic. Can you free claim ERC-20s? No, not unless you fucking write your own code. Can you uh, do time locking? No, not unless you write your own code, right? What do you think we paid all that fucking money for audits for? Because the shit is not an ERC-20. It's a bunch of other... See, people don't understand what the, an ERC-20 is. If you have a boilerplate ERC-20, you can send and receive shit. Okay, cool. If you start building all of this other stuff then it's not an ERC-20. All that other stuff you built is the stuff that makes your shit unique and special and cool. And that is not part of the ERC-20 standard. It is its own fucking code. That's what Hex is. Hex is that code that is yeah. not in the ERC-20 standard. Hex is that magical shit that Hex does that no other ERC-20 has ever done in history. Like, so they just don't understand what ERC-20 means. That That's like... Pretty much. That's like going to a fucking vending machine and 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 feeding it like a hundred dollar bill and you're like, ah, oh, it's just a quarter. You're like, no, it's it's a th there's a standard which is monetary units and you know, we call them cents and some have more cents and less cents. And this one obviously is different than this other one. No, but they use the same standard. No, a hundred dollar bill is different than a quarter. Yes, they use the same standard. They're both units of cents. One is twenty five cents, one is, you know, ten thousand cents. They're fucking different. Right. But even in that, that's a bad analogy anyway, because they're still just accounting for units and hacks. You're not just accounting for units. You're, you're doing right. other magical shit that was very, 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 very fucking hard to build. 
so hard to build that most of the, the Ethereum tooling that's out there can't even fucking handle it. So you need to write your own shit. It's like people don't understand software development. They don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they they just think all ERC twenties are the same shit, and maybe they are. Maybe maybe most ERC twenties is the same shit. Hex is not. Hex has beautiful, unique, special code. You should read it. Yeah, we have a walkthrough. We have a walkthrough that walks you through the code and tells you how the code works. How many projects have that? Just click tech specs hex dot com forward slash tech specs. Click the white paper. Easy. Do you, uh, I know that you're planning, well, I don't know if you're planning, but uh, the, the website that the website you're like, uh, some people really hate it. I don't, I don't understand why people hate it so much. Hey, guys that hate the website. There's some people that are like, make a better website. website. I'll bet someone in the community will hook you up with money. Yeah. It's a fucking HTML website that has some text and some pictures. Go make a better website. Go. Yeah. Matter of fact, slap yeah. your fucking referral link on it. Or, Reach out to some heavy hitters in the community and be like, hey, man, fucking look what I built. Chuck me some money. I bet somebody hooks you up. Go build a better text and image website. Go. Go forth. I can shill your website. Bro, it's like HTML and text. HTML website with some pictures and text has been the same technology roughly for 30 years. Go and build something fucking better and quit complaining about it. That's it. It's like, go. Go do it. It's just text and pictures, man. Can't be that fucking yeah. hard, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's it's weird because I'm like the no coiners don't care about it. It's Bro, just, my yeah. best bet is to just go <laughs> find a template that you like and fucking make the text and pictures of hex fit that template. Yeah, and pictures are even optional for the most part. You just use a goddamn text. Yeah. Go and do it. Don't tell. Don't message my ass. If they know expectations, there's no expectations. The problem from the work of others in hex. If you want the website to be better, go make the fucking website better. I'll even give you access to the GitLab, and you can fucking suggest improvements. No there problem. You, you guys want to edit the hex website? I'm gonna tell you how to do it right now. Direct message t.me forward slash Richard Hart. Make a GitLab account. I'll add you. You can clone the damn repository that has the hex website on it. Then. Download VS Code, install the live server extension, and then you're gonna be able to click go live. And you're gonna have your own local version of the site hosted on your own local computer. And as soon as you change some shit and hit control S, the live server is gonna reload it and show you what it looks like with your changes. You can do something similar using the right click uh, inspector tool in Chrome, but you might as well get in to the real software dev and this is what it looks like. GitLab, VS Code, live server. You could change up all the shit you want. You could change text, you could change images, you could do whatever you want, all right? And look, recently the website has made some changes to it. Now there's rounded edges on the headers, the headlines. Now the uh, the thumbnails for the videos are redone. Um, there was some other change I can't remember right now. And if you wanna make other changes, suggest other changes, go and do it. It's really not that hard, right? Do you know how hard it was to add a radius to those headlines? It styled forward slash CSS, forward slash style.css, line like 564 or something, added six pixel radius, 10 characters of code. And now the shit looks way better because someone from the community took the time to test it out and say, yeah, just add this uh, 10 characters of code 
on this line and style.css and the site's going to look a lot better. So all you complaining little bitches out there, get your fucking VS code installed, get your live server installed. I will give you access to the GitLab so you can clone the repo and then change it and make the site better. And dead direct message me, t.me forward slash Richard Hart and be like, yeah, this, this JPEG looks better. This spacing is fixed here. You know, made a list of uh, links at the bottom, right? Change this carousel. It's a bootstrap template, so any of the easy bootstrap stuff you can just grab, right? So many people, I, t I told people, like, everyone's like, oh, the site doesn't, I don't like the site, I don't like the site. Okay, well, why don't you just do something simple and pick a single JPEG to change to make the site better? So we used to have a Bitcoin picture in the background, and then we just removed all that. We're like, fuck it, no Bitcoin, right? Ain't no Bitcoin free claim talked about in the features. It's still in the video. And people are free claiming like hell, so apparently they're still finding it. That's I guess it's nice. still in the, the back end as well. Like if you go to go to hex.com, there's an obvious claim button, um, claim tab. So I was like, okay, guys, find me a better background picture. Everyone complaining about the website, including website designers. I want a single JPEG to fucking change from this Bitcoin one to a different one. Community entirely failed. 100% failure from the community, including all the website developers. So guess who had to find a better fucking background image? I had to do it personally. Why? Because you guys failed. And shit, Hexo, you're an actual graphic designer as well. You could have fucking done this one <laughs> too. Not, okay? So, so like you, you're in Photoshop every fucking day. You could have found a better background <laughs> image as well. But I had to find it. I like it. I like your site. Like I, oh. I have a hard time like, like seeing something that somebody's done and like yeah. oh you need to change like i'm not very good at that i'm like dude that looks awesome you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so i'm like i'm more of just like a uh like dude i admire what people because everybody's got their own style and yeah. like that's just the style that that person wanted to do like uh, and uh, i, I you think know, if like, you want the hex site to look better the best bet is just go find a badass template and then shove the hex text into it and then you'll be perfect because yeah. all the alignment will be great. All the features will be great. It'll be reactive and responsive across different size platforms. Easy, easy life. That, that's my yeah. opinion. Because only like, it's just text, God damn it. <laughs> like that's the only thing that matters is the text. Okay, we got a logo and we got some text. Yeah. You don't need even the icons. Fuck the icons. You just need the text, right? So if you, if you really want the Hex website to be better, do what I said, install VS Code, Message t.me forward slash Richard Hart. I'll add you to the GitLab. You can clone the repository. You can make some changes, right? There's stuff that could be spaced better. Like there's still some errors right now, like those uh, radiuses, the six pixel radiuses on two of the headlines. The body of the section is so long that it's not radiusing that headline on two of them. Hmm. Oh, well, okay. So two, the tops of two headlines don't have the radius. Is it better to spend time on that or bet other stuff, right? So you want to be Pareto efficient. You want to do the the 20% of things that makes 80% of the difference. Right. So that is like a minor thing that like the, the site would be much better off with more traffic than improving the pitch on the site or improving content right. on the site because you multiply the two, right? It's like if you're playing a video game, you've got your attack damage and you got your attack speed. And so if you move both a little bit, the product is larger than if you move one up a lot. So we'll try that mathematically. I hope the example works. So let's say we've only got two points to assign and we've got four strength on each one, right? So we've got like four attack speed and four damage. So that's like a product of 16. And then what if we put two on one side? So now we're going to have six and four, they multiply to 24. Okay, well, what if we put one on one on each side? That's five, five, 25. 
Well, 25 is bigger than 24. So if you've got a finite amount of improvement, it's better to do it on things that multiply by each other. So like, let's make the site convert a little bit better and then let's get some more traffic. You're going to get a higher product than if you're just like, yeah, we ain't got no traffic, but yo, let's load up on making the site better. Right. Yeah. It's, I wish the hex community was better at outbound messaging. Yeah. Outbound messaging (laughs) is the key. You mean like emails and like, I mean, outbound messaging, son. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not getting into specifics, but let's just say I admin a chat room and boy, do I have to delete a lot of outbound messages every day. (laughs) So whether it's calling your friends or buying ads or whatever the fuck it is that gets the message out there, uh, that is what hex needs because it's people convert. This shit works. It's awesome. It's an amazing project. It's an amazing project. People is, thank yeah. me every day for building it. Every day I get messages, Richard, thanks so much, man. This shit is amazing. I'm almost immune to them now, but fuck, they're there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. People are really, well, really, yeah. really happy with Hex, people that use it. So yeah. if, if you tell people about it, so like people argue on Twitter and you're like, well, yeah, that's okay, but these people have already seen this shit a hundred times. Go hit those other communities that haven't heard about it yet yeah. that are a hundred times larger, you know? Instead of trying to hit these same guys, that it's just yeah. I mean know. that, like on D Live, that was one of the big things uh, with the rating, uh, the channel, and we got like Joker. You know, like Joker is an right. awesome hexagon yeah. that we got, and he's yeah. like, you know, and he, he he's like, dude, this is awesome. We got him to get onboarded within twenty minutes of knowing him, and then it's he's like, cool. dude, this is freaking awesome. And now he shows it on his channel all the time, and it's like, uh, well, well that's another thing is like. I think for after the, 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 the adoption amplifier ends, one of the big things that I would like to see if I, if I was going to say anything is a referral program for any of the, uh, and I know that it would have to come out of like, if somebody was going to purchase something, then it would have to come out of there. Yeah, uh, I know. Like there's, there's, uh, and maybe you don't have to put it like anybody that's out there that's watching, you know, put something together or come up yeah. with something that we could come up with because that, honestly that's what got me into hex i was yep. like dude there's a referral program and i can get some hex and i don't ha- you don't even have to buy any hex that's the coolest thing it's like i could have just been like oh i'm just gonna use my referral and never bought it obviously i bought some but um but i have friends that put in a couple hundred bucks and then i would just give them my referral link to show them how it works so they could go out and refer for their friends and you know it, it's kind of like a, a starts branching off into uh, not you know not a multi level but it's all, but it's like that person then the ghost and gets their person and then they go and then they kind of uh, everybody starts referring their friends and kind of yeah look I, I believe in referral programs onboard people I, yeah I, I know believe you, in yeah, referral yeah, programs yeah. I believed in them my whole life it's like yeah I I would like that <laughs> see here's the thing right it's just complicated yeah well you have to. So we're looking at efficiencies. I explained how you should do a little of this and a little of that. They multiply to a larger number than just doing one side of it. Right. And by the way, that compounding works even stronger when you have more multiple things. So like if you were to assign like six points and you had three things to amplify, you get the most by two times two times two instead of six on one. And then the more things you can improve, the wider they are, like you keep getting this, this compounding effect. I should put a name for it and put it in my book. I, I don't, I think I call it the, I, this is in my book and 
I can't remember what the name of it is in there. So I explained this. If you read SciVive, you already know this stuff. T.me forward slash SciVive. I don't think we have that many good influencers on board with Hex as it is with the awesome affiliate program that we already have now. So if I were to assign time to either build out a new referral program, which hit the new stakers on their new stake to reward the person that referred them, which I believe is fair and is the wholesale retail arrangement that everyone else exists in in commerce in the world for the most part. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone plays cost plus markup retail. That's just how it is. Don't care if you're going to Amazon or your local food shop, you're playing cost plus markup. And that could exist as a referral program in Hex as well. It would make more sense to try and onboard new referrers that have not been referrers for Hex yet that could use the existing referral program as it stands today than it would be to build out a new thing and then still not have any new referrers. Do, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like, yes, I believe in referral programs I've seen them do amazingly. Uh, I don't think ours did that amazingly. It did okay. Um, I think it could do a lot better as it is right now if some people were just introduced to the idea. So so for from a time efficiency perspective, I think getting new referrers on now would be easy and more beneficial than, than building on infrastructure in the hopes of, of getting more later, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. Because the One value proposition things. is harder in that in that future as well. Because right now the system just inflates to reward both parties. So if yeah. you're referred, you do better than if you're not referred. Mm -hmm. But in the next version, if there is a next version, you do not do better if you're referred. You do worse if you're referred. And that's a big difference, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, so Yeah, there's almost no incentive to use somebody's referral if there's Yeah. I mean, it's now you get a 10% bonus if you use someone else's referral, but in the future you'd get like a 10% less or something, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's, and then, I mean, <laughs> it's hard, dude. And then building yeah, software no, is fucking hard. So then it's yeah. like, okay, how long is it going to take to build that shit? Yeah. My estimates are no good. <laughs> Neither <laughs> anyone else's because software always gets late. Always. All software is right. always late. So... Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think I saw Mooney, the Mooney swap have some type of referral system added. Well, to it, yeah, but, but for I, much somebody simpler used mine and they stuff. didn't use it. it, didn't work. I don't even know how they used my referral link and it never, it never gave me anything. A broken referral program is worse than no referral program. Yeah. It sounds like that yeah. one doesn't work. Um, yeah. It, if it just, if we had a ton more referrals now, then you'd be like, yeah, let's, let's keep that going, you know? Yeah. But with the level of refers as is now, you're just like, eh, well, fucking whatever, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, I think that a lot of the referral steam came out of, uh, the Uniswap product, like being yeah. built. Cause then it was like, oh, why would I, you know, and then it's, oh, I'm going to go over here and it's yep. a little bit cheaper. And then, uh, cause I mean, at this, at this point, I, I'm I saw like, some of the referrals and then it was like, Oh, well, there they go. <laughs> there, there, I, they're gone. You know what? All right. So we'll have this conversation. I think I haven't put that much thought into it, but my gut feeling right now is that if we just told people how to self-refer, 
more people would feel like they were cheating a system and getting a really good deal. And maybe perhaps they are. Yeah. And it would bring more positive by pressure. And then the people that do that the wrong way are still going to get their referrals overwritten by other links they've clicked anyway. So maybe their first self-refer works and then their next ones don't work because it's harder to self-refer after you've clicked someone else's link Mm -hmm. because you can't overwrite, you can't overwrite a referrals link with a self-refer. You can only overwrite no link with a self-refer to protect the referrers from being fucked over. Right. Yeah. So at this point, and then the self-refers can actually delete their own and the, isn't uh if you use the same browser because i don't care anymore and that it doesn't matter but if you use the same browser and you click your own link i don't think it'll actually it only overwrites if there's nothing there it doesn't overwrite if there's someone else's okay all right which is a design feature to protect the refers but because uniswap because people that self-refer arbitrage down the price on uniswap so that uniswap's always 32 percent cheaper or you get 32% more coins by using Uniswap than you do by AA, unless you mm-hmm. self-refer. So like the most intelligent way to get into hacks, particularly with larger amounts, is to use the adoption amplifier right after it turns over yeah. as a self-referrer to get a 32% bonus, and it scares off anyone else from fucking up the price for you, because you're mm-hmm. already in. If you, if you come later, you're leaving a more enticing offer for people to jump into. And then it's like less space for you. So if I were a whale and I were trying to enter hex, I would enter right after the adoption amplifier flipped over. I would self-refer myself. And then that would scare other people off and, and give me the best deal. And if I had more volume to put in other days, I'm not shoving the price against myself in Uniswap. But what we see for some fucking reason, I guess people aren't that advanced traders. They do one giant market buy or sell, just stupid. If you do one giant market buy or sell, you're not letting other people eat into your, you're like, it's like, let's say you place a small buy, a small buy, a small buy, a small buy, and then someone sells. Great. That guy just gave you a better price. Mm-hmm. But instead, these guys hammer the market with one order. And don't let anyone else in the world fill them. Yeah. They're like, no, I want the worst order execution possible. <laughs> now, look, that is okay if you're like a breakout trader and there's a breakout and, and you're like, you know, you're playing momentum and shit. Right. But I don't think that's what's happening with these guys because they don't have the trade volume to support that type of profile behavior. So they're just plebs that are just executing their orders improperly saving yeah. a little money on gas and getting totally annihilated on execution because they're not yeah. letting people on the other side of the trade fill them on the way up or on the way down, whether they're buying or selling. And you don't have to do any of that shit on the buy side if you just enter the AA self-referred right when it ticks over. Because very rarely, I mean, the it seems like when the day is over, the Uniswap price and the, the Uniswap price is like, equal to the self-referred uh, price. Right. I think yesterday it was, a, it was a much better deal to be in the AA. I think oh, yesterday, right. if you were self-referred in the AA, you got a much better price, like 10% better price, I think, than hmm. if you bought from Uniswap yesterday. So yesterday, the people that self-referred did 10% better than if they bought from Uniswap at the end of the day, I believe. Um, don't know how it's gonna work out today, right? You never know. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the chart historically, they're almost always the same. 
sometimes you get a worse deal. Sometimes you get a better deal. Yesterday, everybody got a better deal, a much better deal, 10%, I think, by being self-referred in AA. So if, if the hexagons or people that wanted to enter hex on the buy side were playing optimally, I think the, the, the game theoretical maximum positive EV for entry is to enter AA right after it turns over self-referred. Or if you don't want to learn how to self-refer, hexologist at hex.doctor. <laughs> okay. He's click his link. You get a 10% bonus. If you learn how to self-refer, you get a 32% bonus. Um, <clears throat> I, th I think that is the optimal entry because you're not pushing the price against yourself. Yeah. If you enter on Uniswap, you are instantly pushing the price up with your entry. Then you have to pay the higher on your next entry, right? Yeah. Or you just got the world's worst order execution and you watch your stupid buy wick get sold down, which I see very common. Or I see sell wicks get bought up both, which means yeah. like, was it, was it worth it for you to buy at a shittier price to not have to execute the order over 10 trades over an hour or two hours or a day or two days? Right. No, it's, I mean, from what I see in the chart, it seems like a lot of these people could have got a vastly superior order execution by just doing it over time. I'm fine and with people pumping the price. Maybe, maybe. I mean, but yeah, but here's the thing, right? In the long run, I guess. Here's a question. Here's here here's a game theory question for you. Okay. All right. What do you think? So I already taught you one counterintuitive thing, which is if you have a finite number of bonus points to assign to traits it's superior to right. spread them over traits that multiply by each other for larger compounded output than to right. assign them all to one like min and max strategy i like how people say i make fun of games but like i was a yeah. gaming addict for a long time <laughs> Dude, you and tell. i know more about fucking games than <laughs> you'd ever want to know and occasionally i still watch people stream i let it idle in the background it's fun but i don't fucking play um thank god like a uh, gamer cuck, you just Dude, sit in the background. <laughs> I wasted ten you years just sit in the back and just watch. Yeah. I wasted ten years. Playing no, games. it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's, uh... a lot of a lot of fucking casual plebs are gonna tell me about gaming. It's like, bro, I got a predator icon in StarCraft too. Go look up what it takes to get that. I got twenty thousand hours in. Fuck you. That's, That's what's up. I've got um, a lot of hours. No, twenty thousand games. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or actually, it might have been twenty thousand hours. Fuck, I can't remember. It was. A thousand games in each race, four thousand wins, which is eight thousand games because you average fifty win, fifty percent win loss. It's about twenty thousand hours. Jeez. And that's just one game. Played a lot yeah, of other right, games. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you think causes the price to sustainably go higher? I have a theory on this. Sustainably. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. What do you care about a price wick that you don't get to sell? True, true. Oh, yeah. somebody else got to sell that price wick. But, but does yeah. that help you? No, it doesn't help you at all. Help the guy that got to sell it. Yeah. So if a guy was buying into Hex and was intelligent about his entry and used the adoption amplifier and got a better price, you know what that means? It means that he'll end up with more Hex supply because he got a better price with the same finite economic energy. Whereas if that guy is an idiot, and executes a single large market order, wicking the price up, in effect, he gets less hacks. And what does that mean? Yeah. It means the seller got more of whatever he was trading. Let's call it Ethereum yeah. in this part. 
And so the question is, how is it beneficial for Hex to give sellers that are getting out more ETH when instead buyers that are getting in can get more Hex? Right. So it seems to me that people that are buying in and particularly staking for a long time will push the price up higher for longer if they get more supply and the sellers get less for selling. Yeah. And this is, this is the thing that's funny about people talking about the liquidity because they don't understand what the fuck they're talking about because <laughs> I'm basically a genius god compared to them. Um, <laughs> but, real, but really, people are so but stupid. Yeah, for real, like, but, but for real. <laughs> even people with common understanding seem like guys to a lot of these people. Um, yeah. Well, so it is, if, it's hard to understand it. Like when people try to talk about it, it's just well, like, when I explain it, it's, it's either volume. Yeah. But it's either, oh, it doesn't even have any volume, bro. It's like, okay. So like it's like, how volume. you explain to Can you it, make money like, on volume? Games. Yeah. Can you, can you like set a sell order at a certain volume level and profit from the volume? <laughs> no, you can't. Okay. Yeah. Well, who makes money on volume? The liquidity providers and the exchanges. Are you yeah. a liquidity provider exchange? No. Well then, why do you care about volume? Because yeah. it seems like you should care about price. <laughs> but they're too dumb to understand yeah. that. They don't get it. Yeah. Like, so if someone built a bot, uh, a Uniswap bot that instantly bought and sold from itself and like shit up the volume numbers, would that be better? Because the volume yeah. would be higher and that's what a lot of these centralized exchanges do. Is that better? I don't sure. know if it's better, but you know, these plebs, they're like, oh, where's your volume? Bro, how much are you buying or selling? 30, 100, 1,000? Yeah. Buy $1,000? Okay, I think today that was like 300,000. It's enough for you. Yeah. It's enough for you, dude. So yeah. liquidity. More liquidity means harder. Okay, I just showed you today, today, that the volatility on Bitstamp was 10 times larger than the volatility on Uniswap for the Ethereum USD pair. Now, it's not really USD, right? So Ethereum USD is really Ethereum Bitstamp virtual tokens called USD. And Ethereum Uniswap is, is more real. It's Ethereum versus USDC, USDT, or DAI. And DAI doesn't even hold its peg, so I don't really talk about it too much. Um, you have 10x less volatility on the exchange that has more security, more liquidity, vastly superior in every way, every way imaginable, vastly superior. Why do you have 10 times less volatility there? because there's more liquidity. So where was it easier to pump the price? Okay, so let's look right now at where it was easier for the price to pump and easier for people to sell at a higher number. Bitstamp or Uniswap? Bitstamp, why? Because it wicked up higher, yeah. which means somebody got their order filled up there. Yeah. And why? Because it has less liquidity. Hold on a second, so you mean less liquidity means higher prices? Yes, that is what I mean. Yeah. Yes, if you wanna do a 10,000X, if you only got a finite amount of money, you need low liquidity to be able to turn that smaller amount of money into larger multiples. That's mm -hmm. how it works. If you have infinite liquidity, right? If the, if the, if the order book, let's say that the largest uh, pair in the world for Hex was the Hex USD, uh, USDT pair or USDC pair. Let's, let's call it Hex USDC. Let's say there was an infinite amount of USDC and an infinite amount of Hex. The price would never ever move. Because right. every time you'd buy or sell, you'd be buying or selling at infinite liquidity and your price would, the price would never, ever move. Well, right. is that what you want? You want a stable coin? Because that's what a stable coin is. Well, no, you don't want a stable coin. You want something that goes up in price, which means you need less damn liquidity on the sell side so that when people buy into the sell side, it moves the fucking price up. 
And so people are like, oh, well, there's not enough liquidity. First, it's like number 11 liquidity on all of Uniswap now. Yeah. And it's the most, that is, and, and five of those top coins are unfairly liquid because they're being incentivized. At least, so, Hex has, I think, 9,000 ETH on the bid side and like 850 or 840 million Hex on the sell side. Anybody here, uh, you know, trying to sell 800 million Hex or yeah. 200 million or it's like there's more than enough liquidity, more than enough. And if you had more, it would make it harder for the price to go up. And you're, you're just, do you want to give people that are selling out more economic energy or would you rather leave that in the hands of the buyers to lock up more supply? So I don't think rewarding sellers for like selling out is like fabulous. So if you yeah. want to sell and get like worse execution and get less for selling out, okay, cool, right? Oh, you emergency end staked and now you're gonna insta dump or whatever, right? Yeah. They don't always do. Sometimes they restake for longer, which is cool. But occasionally some guy emergency end stake and sell. And if that guy wants to break his commitment and emergency end stake, probably when there wasn't really even an emergency and he just wants yeah. to take some fucking profit and that guy wants to sell for less, I'm happy if some guy that broke his word sells for less. Yeah. And I'm happy to see his ass get penalized too. <laughs> so yeah, dude, if you want to sell for less and then the guys that you know have delayed gratification, which is what this whole system is about, are able to get a better entry based on your stupid, you know, emergency end stake and dump, well, you know, good riddance. Now you can yeah. buy back with less. Yeah. So I don't I don't see like a huge benefit for rewarding emergency end stakers. I don't see a huge benefit no. for giving them better order execution. And that is what thicker liquidity would do. And it also makes it harder to get the price up. And it's already the number 11 most liquid coin and decentralized exchange on Uniswap. So like, it's, it seems to be exactly where it should be, in my opinion. Um, and if you what want you it to be about? different, go make it different. Go click what the pull button and go add liquidity. Or if you're a liquidity provider and you think it should be less, remove your liquidity. This is, yeah. you know. What do you think about uh, Mooney Swap and uh, the, the, the problem with Mooney Swap is, yeah, it's like if the hex liquidity is spread across multiple liquidity providers mm -hmm. or multiple projects, then the people that are buying and selling get worse execution because mm -hmm. the liquidity is spread across. So let's say let's say there's three equally useful. Uniswap things and you took the liquidity and you spread it across those three things. Now everyone's going to get three times the slippage. Right. And I'm not sure it's like a linear, but you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's some curve and it, it might not be linear and therefore, you know, maybe you're getting 2.5 X of slippage or maybe you're getting 3.6 X of slippage or whatever. You're getting a lot more slippage, a lot more. Yeah. And who benefits from that? So if you have three markets where there's hex liquidity, and somebody just buys on one and pushes the price up, guess who actually makes the money? The arbitrage asshole. And he comes along, he sells that price, and he buys this price, and he makes the difference. And what does he do with that? He just keeps that shit. Does he pump the hex price with it? No. He just holds it, hmm. just keeps it. So if you want to fuck over your users that are buying in with shittier order execution to benefit arbitrage guys that then push down the yeah. price that gave them a worse price, and then push up this cheap one here. That's that just benefits the arb guys. 
Yeah. Fuck the ARB guys. They're not, they're not longing hex. They're not part of the hex community. They're just fucking leeches. Mm-hmm. We're important leeches. Okay. Well, how about instead the community just finds the best place to, to put its liquidity. And then when you utilize that place, you're getting the best order execution there is because the books are the thickest there because all the yeah. liquidity is there. And if, if you're using other input pairs like USDC or USDT or any other ERC-20, the thicker all those other border, order books are, the better trade and order execution and deal everybody's getting from using those things to buy in as yeah. well. So there's, there's a, and it's more gas efficient because when you've got your liquidity spread across three places, guess what Mr. Arb fuck? Okay, now your guy that bought in got a bad deal, worse than he could have got. And now Mr. Arb guy comes along and, and makes the fucking middle between selling that price down and buying this price up. And guess what he uses to do that gas? And he clogs up the fucking chain mm. by making up, making all these order books track each other. So it, if you understand big O notation and complexity theory and software development, keeping a lot of order books in sync with each other on Ethereum is a motherfucking gas nightmare. And the Arb guys make a lot of money and the gas price goes up for everybody else and everybody gets worse trade execution. And it's like, it's not that pretty. Yeah. Um, but you know, Hey, higher gas price, more people have to buy ETH, you know, short and midterm, uh, push up the price. Okay. You know, all right. It's better than low prices, I guess. Um, particularly yeah. if you're a long-term staker, what do you give a fuck what the gas prices? You ain't paying yeah, it. That's, uh, yeah. Oh God. That's in 10 true. years. So I got to do one end stake. Who gives a fuck what the gas price is now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the things I'm teaching you are how to compound your uh, your time, Pareto efficiency, compounding theory, doing multiple things that multiply by each other, uh, profitability of arbitrage guys, how many platforms you should be liquid across, how much liquidity matters, why too much is a bad thing. Um, a lot of educational stuff going on here that's applicable to everything, not just X. This is applicable to everything, all trading of all things. Um, so I think the absolute best thing for hex is once again, more eyeballs, outbound messaging, whether that's more ads or more phone calls or more, whatever it is more of that because what we have works and the people that use it love it and far shittier things without real blockchains, without real communities, without good logos, without good names, without good white papers, without any of that shit, those things do fantastically well into the public and people just get the shit scammed out of them. Well, let's get to those people first and save them with a real project so that they don't fall for all this bullshit. And so I think we need to get inroads to the MLM communities where they do all that scam shit and be like, Hey guys, you can make money on not scam. Check this out. Yeah. Or inroads to the business opportunity communities or inroads to investing or just all these other communities that are vastly larger than the extant cryptocurrency community. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard to say that only because we have, the majority of our price performance from the existing crypto community. So yeah. it's, it's, it's hard to make that paradigm shift. I tell you what, man, if I was out, um, 
If COVID wasn't a thing, I sure would have uh, liked to have attended more <laughs> places where I could show other people what I know. Yeah. <laughs> conferences. Yeah, like, yeah, stick me next to anybody and let's have a chat. Anybody. I don't care who. And they'll be like, oh, that Richard, smart motherfucker. That's true. <laughs> we talk about anything, let's do it, you know? Um, yeah. Maybe COVID will fuck off and then one day I'll get to say nice things. Maybe I'll get to promote my SciVibe book. That'd be nice. Think, yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe there's awkward. cryptocurrencies out there somewhere. Conferences. Yeah. So like, yeah, I would focus not on website design, but messaging the site that we have now. I would focus not on a new referral program, but messaging for the program we've got now. I would focus, you know, that is the thing where I think we're going to get the most growth because we're, we're already vastly superior than, than what is even reasonable. We have yeah. ZK Snark Hex NATO. We've got uh, 2000 TPS ZK Sync L2 transactions. We've got three letter dictionary.com name. We've got trustless uh, referral program. We've got trustless onboarding. We've got liquidity. We've got volume. We've got charts with history. We've got influencers. We've got videos. We've got memes. We've got every fucking thing you could want as cryptocurrency. Yeah. Everything. I mean, I guess we could use a, a fiat on ramp that's direct to Hex without going through ETH. It'd be okay. But all those scams did fine without that. Yeah. All those scams did fine without being listed. They did fine just accepting people's Bitcoin and Ethereum. Well, you can onboard the hex easy as shit with Ethereum right into the contract without pushing the price up against yourself. Unless other whales are retarded and they just like murder like they're just like, oh suicide, you know. <laughs> let's 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 get a bad deal for no reason. It's unlikely, right? Like usually yeah. people act in their own best interests. Um so yeah, that, that's what I think people should focus on. It's like, have you messaged uh, most of the people you know that you made a shitload of money in hacks and they probably can too? Have you messaged that to people? I know I mean, no I financial have. advice or like no <laughs> crystal ball or whatever, but it's like, look guys, uh, this thing was designed to do well in this area and it's doing well in this area. Are you interested in that? You're interested in something yeah. that has the potential to be the highest appreciating asset that's ever existed in the history of mankind. It's on the books. It's, it's in the realm of possibility. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know where 116 X price performance in four months, you know, 129 days, 116 X price. That's gotta be some kind of goddamn record somewhere. I mean, that looks yeah. pretty good. It looks pretty good. And now, now it's down to what? 60 X after uh, what? 300 and, 50 days no not that much 300 Two, 299 300 yeah, yeah but i mean it's really like like a day or two extra right because we had uh yeah. we had one day where you could uh didn't isn't there some like extra day in the beginning but december 1st then it was like that that was a snapshot right and then it was like december 3rd so we but won't count the we, snapshot we started day. a couple of hours late but there was a so day was where like, you could free I was claim anticipating that for so long and then we had to wait a couple oh of wait hours, the a like, the aa preceded the free claim was that it i think the adoption amplifier opened before the free claim so the guys exiting the adoption amplifier could be synced up with the guys free claiming mm. so actually okay so that number counter is right i thought that the free claims might have happened before the the aa but actually the aa started before the free claim so that aa day counter is the best uh, counter for how long hex has kind of existed but the the only hex were actually minted at the end of that day yeah. so in like theory the, you could yeah, say that we're one four. day behind 
So even okay. though we're on day like 349, Hex has only Three. actually existed for like 348 days because okay. it minted at the end of the first day. Yeah. After the first day was complete. It gets so confusing trying to think about which day is like. <laughs> well, we just, like we just to... well, I mean, this one's not that. Yeah. There was a <laughs> period of time where you could enter the adoption amplifier, but you couldn't free claim yet. And then the free claim started at the same time the lobby exit started, which was actually day two. So the end of day one occurred on day two. And so yeah. like actually Hex has only existed for 398 days, um, even though we're on day like, I'm sorry, uh, 298 days, even though we're on yeah. day 299. But you know what? For ease of fucking, to make our lives yeah. easy, we're just going to say 299. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so in 299 days, the price is up from a bottom on January 5th of I think like 60X or something. Let's take a look. Yeah, something like that. Let's take a look. One of the, my favorite sites, Hex.Live, man. They, Steph is like that site. 69X right site. now. Okay. 69. That ain't bad, man. Yeah, 69X is not bad. 69X. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't. Anyone, anyone that talks shit, you're just like, yes, we designed a thing that has a bunch of cool features. And just like every other business in the world, was designed to accrue value. That's what business yeah. design is, the accrual value. That is what the directors of companies are entrusted to do is create value for the companies. And similar to those things, look, Hex has accrued value and it's worked wonderfully. Yeah. And, and it's up 69X since January 5th. God damn. Yeah. Anything else up 69X since January 5th? And that's a long time. This is like sustainably up. Yeah. It's been up it's for not, a long yeah, it's not fucking just time. Pumping and dump, yeah. Yeah. And you know. Um Oh, by so the way, you, just to, just to rehash it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Proof that you need less liquidity to get more price pump is visible by Bitstamp having pumped harder today. Yeah. In a wick because it's less liquid than Uniswap. <clears throat> but is that sustainable? You'd prefer, you know, to have more meat under the curve, like a horsepower chart on a car, you want more torque under the curve, horsepower under the curve, then, you know, oh, look, a wick that got someone rich, but not most people, right? Yeah. Like the 20K Bitcoin sell, how many people got to sell that wick? Not many. Yeah, not too right? many. But the good news is not that many people got to buy it either, so yeah. Um, so with all the DeFi stuff coming out, like, uh, you know, all these not, I, I'm not, I hate calling things scams cause it's just an overplayed word, but like, uh, what do you, what do you think about the collusion between like all these big companies like Binance, Coinbase listing these things. And then hours after they, it, it looks like collusion, but it's not really collusion. You don't think so, so? You, you have to look at this from the perspective of the exchange, right? Hey guys. There's a new system that charges less fees with no signup, no AML, no KYC, and better order execution, and less no no counterparty risk. Unless you consider the smart contract counterparty. Yeah. And and the things you're trading already mostly have that risk anyway. Meh. I take that statement back. There there is a different holding ETH is different than than holding coins on a, a smart contract. Um, they're different risk things they, they fail in different ways um if that gets popular why would anyone ever use a fucking exchange particularly exchange that didn't have fiat on ramps 
Yeah. Binance.com does not have fiat on ramps. They outsource all that shit. They don't have bank accounts. So from Binance.com's perspective, which by the way was launched as a security, which went back in time and overwrote their own white paper to get rid of their buyback program. They, they went back and edited their white paper, really? right? Which has been hacked and lost $40 million, which says that they curate and only list good coins. But then you look at what they list and the shit dumps like a fucking religion. And then they listed the sushi thing, which dropped 98% a day and had anonymous founders. So they broke their word there. And then CZ gets and says, oh, well, you know, we don't want to become irrelevant. So if some new popular shit list, we have to list it. Oh, well, that's a fucking 180, isn't it? Because you've also said, well, we basically have first right of refusal for all, all new token launches. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. You, you had an ICO. I mean, congrats on the price. Did well. Congrats on working real hard. Dude works all the time. Congrats on like opening 40 different business and shit. I give you credit for all that. Not congrats on listing dog shit that dumps. Not congrats on uh, buying up CMC. And then it, like, I was happy to have Hexagons not bother the dude. Okay. Happy. Fine. You warn people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you fuck with me. I'm going to fuck back. You're like, okay, I get it. Cool. You fucked over Digibyte for a long time or whatever. Cause some dude fuck with you. Fine. Okay. I'm never going to say a crossword to you, but then he bought CMC and CMC has been fucking hex for a year. Right. And then he started putting his face next to it. And it's like, well done. Now you done messed up, dude. Cause when you were <laughs> just Mr. Binance, bro, yeah. you ain't going to catch no flack. Fine. You don't want to list hex. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah. cool. But now you can stick your face next to the CMC people that have been ass fucking hacks for a year now. Well, dude, you done fucked up now, man, because you're going to get tagged yeah. up now. And if you want to retaliate ever, man, fuck you. Like, that's your bad, dude. You bought a thing, bragged about buying the thing, associated yourself with the thing, and now you got to fix the fuck ups of the thing. Because yeah. now you're responsible. You're responsible now because you made yourself responsible. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. So now when I see people, you know, tagging them with shit, tag them up. You want to you want to be part of fucking hex over still, or do you want to take the one minute to call somebody down there, right? Top off your throne and be like, "Hey, can you guys unfuck the hex rank, please, and just list it where yeah. Nomex and Coin Paprika have it?" Thanks. That's all you got to do, dude. And if you don't want to yeah. do that, I got no fucking pity for you, because yeah. you should have known they were fucking us for a year. I have a high enough profile in this space that you should have known they were fucking us for a year and you should have listed our shit out of kindness. Like you did shittier things like Raven. Okay. Or I, like you done fucked up, make it right. Or the Hexagons are bother you. And like I said, we're the underdog. What the fuck are you going to do to bother us? Like, right. Are you going to yeah. remove us off coin park cap? I don't give a fuck. Good. Yeah. Let everyone that searches on, on Google find hacks on some other site that treats us properly and tells the fucking truth. Right. You can't have coin market cap ranking where you rank things by market cap and then lo and behold, actually it's not ranked by market cap. It's ranked by what we fucking feel like putting. And yeah. what we feel like putting is putting hex on page three even though it should be on page one. Yeah. It's dog and shit. And then there's it's historical a snapshot. It's yeah. a, yeah, and you look up their <laughs> historical snapshots and it's ranked properly. Yeah, so, so they could go back and be like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. We had it here. Uh, and then what's the, what's the end result of that behavior? More people get into fucking drop 98% in a day scams. Yeah. And who, who benefits from that? CZ and Binance benefited from that. They listed it. They make volume on it. They're the guys that made money on it. And CoinMarketCap, who do they advertise? Not Hex. So what are they advertising? Shit yeah. that gets you wrecked. Shit that gets you wrecked. 
trading. Yeah. Just trade. Do you make money on trading? No. Who makes money on trading? The exchanges make money on trading. So now a trading company buys FTX bought Blockfolio. Uh, Binance bought uh, Coin Market Cap. Do you think that that's going to work out well for the end user pleb? Nope. He's going to get raped because all he's yeah. going to see is trade, 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 motherfucker, trade, trade it up, lose yeah. all your money, lose all your money to fees, get wrecked. Why? Because it makes the exchanges rich. Yeah. Do you think they by accident bought those companies? Or do you think they have a way to make money on that shit? Yeah. They have a way to make money on it. And where do you think that money's going to come from? The fucking plebs that get raked over the coals. There's only two people that get rich in crypto. Holders and founders. Do you see traders on that list? Nope. You don't see traders on that list. The, the, like the traders are the reason that the exchanges get rich. Usually. Especially the margin trading ones. Um, but if, if you're just like a pleb on ramp like Coinbase that doesn't offer margin, then you could have a regulatory arbitrage profit aside from just getting people wreck trading profit. <clears throat> it's a different yeah. a different pleb raping strategy. Yeah. A necessary one. We do need to get fiat into crypto. We do need yeah. relationships with the banks to do that. So it is a valid this regulatory arbitrage is a valid concern and it is important to the cryptocurrency ecosystem. So I would so much you think rather the see people thing? What, the Kraken new bank, uh, or when it, do you think that's good? Or do you think for the cryptocurrency world, what do you, we'll what see. Do you think? I yeah. hope it turns out to be good, but I have absolutely no idea. If it yeah. doesn't, if it doesn't turn into lower fees for the user or easier on ramps to the user or more privacy or security for the user or thicker order books for the user, then what the fuck did it achieve? Right. So if I see any of those benefits, then it was an excellent thing. But if I don't see benefits accruing to the user, it's just more fucking lip service. Right. So when I see benefits to the user, excellent. You know, um, congrats. But I, I, to, right now, I don't know what possible benefit there could be. Yeah. People send wires, the wires get turned into crypto. Okay. I guess now you have a bank license. So what? People send wires right. and they get turned into crypto? Okay. Cool. Well, you were doing that already. So what's the actual benefit? What's the actual utility? Show me the money. <laughs> so like, if you don't, I'm not going to fall for your press release. Like, oh, you did a lot right. of work. You filled out a lot of paperwork. That's awesome. That's great. But other than the bragging rights, what does the user benefit from this shit? Right. When I know the answer yeah. to that, I'll be very happy. But right now, yeah, I, just I seemed, don't know the answer to, me, to that at all. To me, it seems like. Like, I don't know, man, like the, the whole, it, it seems like you're just going to dox their users to, to these banks. And, uh, that's about it. That's all it is like, oh, we can get money from the fed now. It's like, okay, but that's like that's, anti-crypto, isn't I, it? Like, that's what we got away from. I don't that's think why that we that's, got, I don't even think that's what they get. They don't have oh, a normal yeah. bank license. They have a different kind of bank license that doesn't let them accept oh. fiat deposits. I think. It was, oh, okay. Maybe so that, it's like uh, it's not it's not a normal bank list. license. Yeah, it's a different it's a different classification. Hmm. So, it's so like, yeah, it was just it's funny. It's funny because people have I, tried I this game before, right? Like, oh, we're gonna join the big boys club. We're we're gonna get a credit union, and then they like yeah. they get the crypto dudes take over a credit union, and then their counterparties are like, fuck off, and then you have a useless credit union, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> they still won't let us send wires and stuff. Yeah. Fuck. So it's not like the government doesn't play fair. Banks don't play fair. 
This is primarily a government problem, not a bank problem, by the way. So banking regulators are the, the primary fuck fest of horror for financial technology companies right now, not the banks yeah. themselves. The banks are happy to just make money, however f- fucking shady way they can do it, it seems. You see people getting signed up for stuff they didn't really sign up for, dark patterns out the ass. You know, they had to pass huge bills to kind of reform all the bullshittery that was going on in banking regarding the order in which deposits and... So let's say your, your bank account was running low. They would process every bounce check first and then your deposit last. So you get the maximum yeah. check fees, bounce yeah. check fees, 30 bucks, 60 bucks each, whatever. They had to pass a law to be like, stop doing that shit, assholes. Put the deposit first and the bills second. They had to pass a law to do that. So you know the banks are willing to play fucking shady. Yeah. And, and the reason that they don't play with crypto very often is because they're afraid of the regulators, not because they don't want the money. Um, so really, if you want progress with the on-ramping of the fiat world into the crypto world, it's going to happen at the banking regulatory level and perhaps the legislative level so you think it's like like a wet dream for some of these like try like dude i i talk about it on my show a lot where they're just like setting these things up where they're like the coin analysts and stuff like that where they're just tracking the you know all the big three-letter government agencies have these things where they can just track you every single purchase you've ever done every single uh, like yeah. I, I, cryptocurrency just seems uh, <laughs> in general, like, dude. I and obviously I love hex and I, like I love, but if it's just like it's like yo, okay. Do most criminals get caught? No, true. They just don't. There's not enough investigators. Is it because of a shortage of evidence? No, they just don't have enough investigators or time or prosecute mm-hmm. like to set up a account or to set up a case against someone. It's like let me show you the math. Remember I told you there's like complexity theory and software, and it's mm-hmm. like okay with this kind of algorithm. What are you going to run out of? You're going to run out of processing power. You're going to run out of storage. Is the number of users increase? Like how much more complex is the processing for the number of users or the type of transaction? You have that same shit in crime. One asshole breaks the law. One asshole breaks the law. Okay, cool. One asshole broke the law. Now, how many people does it take to fuck that guy up? Well, we're going to need a 12-person jury, and we're going to need a judge, and we're going to need a defense uh we're going to need a defendant uh, lawyer, we're going to need a prosecutor, and we're going to need a stenographer, and we're going to need a bailiff, and then we're going to need a guy to run the, the metal detector downstairs, and uh, someone's going to have to do a lot of photocopying, a lot of mailing, and a lot of digitizing of all these things. We'll just say that person's another person. Oh, fuck. So it's like 30. And oh, and we also need, hold on, yeah. we also need to get the indictment and do the arresting. So we need an arresting officer. And we also need uh, the actual detective that hands the paperwork over to the prosecutor to try and make a case. So you're like, oh, so it's basically like a million people we need to fuck one guy up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need like a million people to fuck one guy up. Yeah. So it doesn't, law enforcement doesn't scale. It's part of the reason the United States is so fucking criminal is it's yeah. like most people get away with whatever fucked up thing there is that they're doing the majority of people just get away with it. Yeah. So it's the same shit in crypto. It's like, hey, we got all this tracking stuff and you know, okay, cool. But ain't nobody getting caught. Everybody's doing whatever fuck they want. So yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because you, you, you can't, it, it's not solvable. It's not solvable. 
Like as long as law enforcement requires like 20 people to be working full time to fuck up one guy. Okay. Well, we do more than one case in a day. Okay. Well, how many cases do you do in a day? 10, 15 Okay, You're doing 15 cases in a day. Still took 20 people to do those 15 cases. And there's really more, right? It's like somebody also has to park the cars and somebody has to set up the fucking fire extinguishers and somebody has to like, it's a whole lot of people to fuck up one dude. Oh, and here's the funny part. Guess what? After you actually get the fucking guy and you get a conviction, how many people does it take to support that one motherfucker sitting in jail, not being productive for society anymore? Well, we need a guard and we need food services and somebody's got to cut their hair. (laughs) You're like, bro, this does not scale. This does not fucking scale. (laughs) One guy commits a crime and now eight people have to become nonproductive solely to fuck up this one guy. So, so it's like, you know, to getting a a just and fair world is actually very hard. And if you live in a very, a just and fair place you should really think about how good you have it because a lot of the world doesn't have that fucking privilege yeah that's crazy i never thought of it like that yeah because yeah. like i always see these things and i'm like this is i don't know man just the tracking stuff and i just like yeah but uh there have been people that have hit me up and they're like dude coinbase shut off my entire account because i transacted with it oh yeah dude if you get coins from one of these exchanges and you spend them somewhere they don't like they know and they shut your shit down because they don't want to lose their banking relationships so Mm. yeah it's kind of like the worst how many banks do you have if it's a crypto company how many banks do you can work with not fucking many true you better like really respect those relationships Yeah, keep it keep it up. Well, somebody says do. cheaper to get hex on Uniswap than transforming on Go.hex. I doubt it. I fucking doubt that. Not if you know how to self-refer. Want to go do some math? <laughs> Let's go do some math, everybody, to teach stupid pleb in chat here. Hold there on, chat go. pleb. I want to name you. Where where is my? Uh, there we go, Mister. Matthew Sandstrom, cheaper to get hex on Uniswap than transforming and go to hex. I bet you're fucking wrong, dude. So I'm gonna educate you. Here we go. This is Richard Hart educating plebs all fucking day long, like a religion. <clears throat> Let's go to go.hex.com. And we see that there's 510, you can mouse over it, 510 million 500,000 hex available. All right. So let's go into our calculator. Calc. And right now there's 6,816 Ethereum in the adoption amplifier. So let's do some math. 6816 over 510483875. And you get a number. And now let's multiply that number. So that's your cost. And you're actually going to get 32% more if you self-refer. So this is the price you would pay if you didn't self-refer, which magically some people don't even use a referral code at all, which goes a 10%, yeah. bonus, which is like, it's like 25% or 30%, something like that. It's like, what? The yeah. It's like, you don't want the free <laughs> ass money. We yeah. see people free claiming all the time. You're like, yeah. Probably should have used that referral code, you dudes. Yeah. Okay. 
So now in the calculator, this is like in E notation because there's so many zeros in front of it. So I'm just going to manually like move the decimal place. So it says so it says E like negative five. So I think you move the decimal over five spots. So let's move it over five spots. One. Oh, Christ, this is hard. Maybe we'll just post this shit into Wolfram Alpha. Make my life easier. WolframAlpha.com. All right, so we know what our price is for Ethereum per hex right now. Mm-hmm. And it's 1.3352, whatever the fuck. So it's like 1.34 e to the negative 5. So I'm putting that in Wolfram Alpha and hope it strips out that E bullshit for me. So it just shows a decimal form, which it does. Yay. Thanks, Wolfram Alpha. So now what we've got is point four zeros one three four. All right. So that's what that E bullshit means. Point one two three four one three four. And I'll put one three three five two because it's more accurate. Point one two three four zeros one three three five. Okay, so that's our price without self-referring, all right? So let's say we put in 10 Ethereum. Now we'll move the price against you a little. But let's, let's say we put in one Ethereum because I think it'll move the price shit, right? So we put in one Ethereum and we pay this price. So what's one divided by this? There's actually a number for that. There's like a, in the calculator, there's a little button that says one over X right above the equal. We hit that. And shows we're going to get 74,906 Ethereum with no bonus for one Ethereum. Okay. So one Ethereum right now is going to give us 74,906 before the self-referral. Now we're going to multiply times 1.32 to get our self-referral bonus. And that gives us 98,876 per ETH. Okay. Now let's go into Uniswap to test what Mr. Matthew Sandstrom or whatever this wrong person was saying, his name was Mr. Wrong Guy, Uniswap. Let's go over to Uniswap. I'm going to app.uniswap.org. I'm clicking the search box. I'm clicking change at the bottom. I'm clicking the one inch list. And now I can search for hex. I type hex, there's hex. And I type one ETH. And one ETH shows that I get 90,000 hex. But I just did the math on the adoption amplifier and it says I get 98,876. So what's more, 98,876 or 90,615? It turns out that you get a lot more in the adoption amplifier and that Mr. Fuckboy, commenter fuck, was wrong. I, the founder of the goddamn currency, is right. Amazing. Amazing, isn't it? But the magic here, the the magic is, he might not know about self-referring, in which case his incorrectness is understandable. But now that you know about it, now, by the way, even if you didn't know about self-referring, even if you knew about just the 10% thing, okay? So without self-referral, 74,906, let's add 10% to that, right? Let's just take 74,906 times 1.1. And that's going to give us 82,396. So yeah, if you just got 10%, you're doing better in Uniswap. 
But if you sell for free, you're doing better in the adoption player. So, yeah, I'll probably start promoting self-referring a little bit more. Just, I mean, well, it is, like if they're, especially if they're getting a better price, I didn't really think like, obviously I'm doing it for the, for the, <laughs> you know, the, the, the I think, I think more click, people will fuck up the like, self-referring. I, I, I think true. you'll end up making more money as a referrer by promoting self-referral because some portion of people will self-refer wrong. They'll do it right the first time. Then they'll click somebody's referral link by accident. And then because it's hard to overwrite, you'll probably end up with more referrals from people yeah. trying to self-refer and failing and giving a, an honest referrer a commission. So I think, I think you'll end up making more as a referrer by getting people to self-refer. Probably. And then they just end up clicking a link and then oops, they end up giving someone else the 20% yeah. instead of themselves. Right. Yeah. It's worth fucking trying, man. It's worth trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, if it doesn't work, you can always flip back. Right. Um, well, I mean, we only got 50 days left anyway, so that's not like, well, yeah, I just think it's going to onboard new users, man. And yeah. and I think it's going to be users that don't reward guys that, that sell on those wicks and yeah. that's better. So I'd rather see guys buying in. I mean, I like better order execution for buyers if they're going to lock it up, you know? Right. And I like worse execution for sellers if they're just getting out and staying out. So. Right. You know, yeah, and then then they kind of get uh, introduced to the uh, go.hex.com, uh, the platform. Yeah, which is where they got to go to stake anyway. Right, and so if you're buying there already, then it's like, yeah, eh, just take it over there and stake it. Why not? And, and of being I think on Uniswap, then go to go.hex.com, then you know all these. And you'll get less. You'll get less scam wicks. Yeah. Because if you if you buy a lot on AA. Is it going to create a scam wick for someone to exit on over on uni? No, they're, they're, it's not, it's a different system. Yeah. The so I won't even see it really until the next day. Right. Cause I think that's a lot of where the, a lot of people probably are having a trouble is that they have to just watch it. You know, it's not like, Oh no, I got 90,000 hex. Like they're like, okay, am I gonna, you know, like they're sitting there. Well, the guys the that did it yesterday did, got a great deal. The guys that self-referred right. yesterday right. did a lot better than the guys did Uniswap yeah. yesterday. Um, and usually I think it ends up like real similar, like really, really close. Yeah. Um, I think, I think if more people enter this method, that the chart should be less choppy, I think. But because yeah. I just hate these guys wicking the price up and then I wish they would just enter in over time and get a sustainable buildup instead of letting right. some ARB bot make the fucking money or some, uh, you know, trader make the money that has like an automated system to exit on those things. I would much rather see like a more sustainable buy pressure than right. like, Hey, sell me down. I'm a retard, you know? <laughs> Hey, I got a shitty deal. It doesn't benefit me. Yeah. I, I just, it, I don't, I don't see how that helps Hex. Right. Like if, if it was attracting oh. traders and then the traders had to like hold some type of float in order to play the game, then yeah. I could see the benefit there. But I don't think that that's what's happening. I think we really have people that want to buy and hold is the majority of the user base and that these wicks, they, they're, they're, I just don't see the value in them. 
if we got some new all-time high wick then we could be like hey new all-time high or whatever but i would still prefer better order execution for buyers and stakers for the long term and then you just like i'll give you another example i'll give you another example right let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars and you wanted to push this heck for some fucking weird reason you just wanted to push the hex price up with your hundred grand what would you do you just buy it on Uniswap. You gotta buy hex, right? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think is gonna push the price up more? If you buy less hex or more hex? No, well, you'd probably for for just the buying the price. Well, I mean, just the you'd buy it on Uniswap, but it's not gonna be sustainable, right? Because then it's gonna Well that's that's the thing, sell. right? That this is the point that I'm making is Yeah. If you want to provide a higher price for a longer period of time. I think it's obvious that you want to get more hex for your money. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to get more hex for your money? By buying at a lower price. But if you just wanted to make a scam wick for bragging rights or some shit, then you could probably do that in a single, a single order. Yeah. But when you were done doing that, the price that you paid for doing that would be higher to you because you'd have less hex to show for it. So you'd make you'd make some wick on the chart, but then you'd have less hex. Now, because you have less hex, guess who has the fucking hex? People that aren't you. Yeah. And since you're the guy that wants to pump the price up in this thought example, is it beneficial for other people to have more hex than you when you're the guy that wants to actually move the price up? Yeah. So, so it seems like now. Look, I don't have a fucking. I don't know anyone that's ever produced any type of publication on this type of game theory, but it seems to me. Like if you can get the majority of coins into people's hands that have longer time preferences, that during that period where they're not selling, you should have higher price because there's just effectively less supply for the market. And if people that have that uh, belief system of longer time horizons for investment, which is what this whole thing's designed around, right? (laughs) This is like the entire idea of longer pays better, which is the entire idea of the damn currency. Um, if those guys have more supply than the weak-handed short time frame guys have less, which in effect makes less market supply with which yeah. static or increasing demand means higher price. So if, if any of you guys out there are looking to enter hacks and prefer the price to be higher, I think it behooves you to get a better deal for your hacks by staggering your buys over time, by not creating a scam wick for people to exit on and by maybe using the adoption amplifier to not push the price up against yourself and by self-referring. Um, yeah. But self-referring is like a little bit of an extra, a special case because I didn't, I didn't think about this, just now thought about it. You are increasing the supply by self-referring because the currency does inflate to pay that to you. True. So, interesting. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's gonna be there anyway, right? Is Well, unless the people Depends. got in, yeah. yeah. But once again, like the most important thing is what are the people that get the coins doing with them? Like if you look at the origin address and you analyze what that entity has done with any coins it it has gotten, it sent them to other addresses. We don't know who owns the other addresses, right? Like it's, well, we don't know who who owns any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's all Santa Claus, Santa Claus, (laughs) nobody knows. Right. Um, it's a third world priest, right? Who knows? But if if whoever those entities are have the same belief system 
that the origin itself has, then that might mean long time preferences. So if we, if we look at what is publicly known about origin address behavior, I don't think I've ever seen an origin address coin sold on market. I don't think so. Like I've never, I don't think there's like origin address selling market sells on Uniswap. I don't think it's ever happened. So yeah, that seems like a long time preference. And yeah, then if you look at a lot at, of people screaming about it, if there was, so I uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So probably not. I'm just I, I would imagine. The, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it happened, but you know, there'd be out. So it's all over for hex going to <laughs> some Satoshi incoming. Right. <laughs> so like, you know, it, it seems like thus far that entity has had a longer time preference than any of the people that has ever pressed sold on Uniswap, you know? Um, so if, if other people of similar belief system are intelligent about the way that they buy, I think it creates a more sustainable, less volatile price, which is what everyone I think kind of would want. I mean, the only people that like, if a guy's selling out and he's not getting back in, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's not like, th like that's, you know, that's not what benefits the Hex, Hex ecosystem, right? So the things that benefit the Hex ecosystem prefer, I believe, a higher sustainable price, you know? It's like, it's like how much did the 20K price really help Bitcoin? Well, it's bragging rights. It's good for bragging rights. Yeah, that's about but it. But it's not good for people that bought it. And yeah. if you could trade, if you could trade that 20K wick for not having to do a 3K bottom. So if you could squish that volatility, mm -hmm. just like Uniswap squished the volatility to ETHUSD and how you had a $10 price move today from high to low on Bitstamp, but you had a $1 price move on fucking Uniswap, and you compress that volatility. If you could trade some of that scam wick up bullshit with people overpaying, yeah. for less dips and just get more of this and less of that, right. it seems cooler to me, you know? And not only that, but then you're accumulating hex with, if you've staked it, then, so it's like, you're making even hex on top of that. And right. it's like it, so it's yeah. going up like that and you're accruing hex while it's going, they multiply that, each other, you know, yeah. yeah, right. That's what I always see. It is crazy. The shares, man, we're, like, I, I, I don't know how my predictions will be, but in 10 years, it was like, right now you get four hex per trillion shares. And if it stays at the same amount as percent, uh, you know, in 10 years, it was like two or 300 hex per trillion shares. And well, that's, you, a, that's you, the you funny know, thing about the interest it's rate. It's crazy. like, okay, everybody stakes. So now there's no market supply. So yeah, you're getting paid less hex to stake, right. but the price is probably flying up. Yeah. I always have to say like, if static are increasing demand, because if there's no demand, then right. this shit don't matter, but there's obviously yeah. demand because look at the adoption, right? Um, and then if if nobody stakes, well then the people that do are just getting like a shitload of coins, right? Like I think they're yeah. getting average, average length average size stakers getting 28% now or something. Yeah, something Pretty crazy. Good. Yeah. Um, I love the system. I Dude, the share system. the shares where you put how many trillion like did that 
that cleared up so many things that cleared out so many things because it was it was really hard because it was like okay i get it that i have shares right uh i'm getting paid this much but i couldn't see it on a chart and once you put like that that yeah how much i'm getting paid on every day on there i was like holy smokes okay this is this is real now now i can see how many i'm getting per trillion shares right uh and i you know you can see how many trillion shares it'd be cool to see like how much you got paid daily or something like that Dude, and the uh, funny the thing is the fucking math is actually so easy to do that it makes me sad yeah. that it's not there. <laughs> Here's how easy the math is to calculate what the average fucking payout is. You go to go.hex.com, you click, you just go to go.hex.com and it shows you day payout total. Yeah. And that is how much the stakers got paid every day. Yeah. So the total staker class got this much this day. So we can go to go.hex.com right now. And so everybody go to go.hex.com. If you look, and this is not even logged into MetaMask, like MetaMask is installed, but it's not even unlocked. It still shows you. Today's day 299. Current supply hex, 346 billion. Big payday, 183.75 billion. Daily data. Scroll down. Day 298, which was yesterday, there was 10 million total Terra shares, T shares. And there was 4.1 payout per share. Now the day before there was more because emergency end stakes. Right. And now you just, you, you do need a piece of data that's not on here. You have to go to hex.live or hexinfo.io and look up how many staked coins there are. So everybody go to hex.live and let's look up how many coins are staked. <clears throat> so right now the total the total lock tax is 55 billion yeah no it's 214 million right state no, oh oh lock oh, tax is state, 55 yeah, billion okay i was thinking about usd dollars sorry it's okay so now we know that there's 55 billion lock tax and that yesterday they made 41.8 million tax interest for that day yeah and then we just divide them so what is four one seven eight five three two nine four one seven eight five three two nine? That's yesterday's interest to the staker class divided by fifty five billion. Fifty five one two three one two three one two three. And then let's say you made that three hundred and sixty five days, linear non compounding times three six five. It's twenty seven point seven percent interest yesterday it's pretty good average <laughs> yeah that's average yeah so it's pretty good now yeah. was that math hard no we literally just divided day payout total times the total stake tax that's it yeah. that's all we did and we multiplied by 365 god you'd think it would be easy to put that in the fucking go to hex <laughs> right you really you'd be like man you just fucking divide the two things that you obviously know and then multiply by 365. Can't be that fucking hard, right? Yeah. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Software. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn hard. Um, be happy you have this payout per T-share. Now, people that were staked on yeah, the people that were staked on the day 274. What the fuck? I I didn't even know you could zoom in. You can zoom into different time zones on this chart. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Wow. You can like highlight a zone <laughs> and zoom in. 
Cool. Yeah, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even I know you could do that. No, I didn't either. Fancy. All right. Nice. Uh, so if you just mouse over, you can see that there was like a really big payout on. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. I zoomed in the wrong. F5, like, save me. Um, yeah, there was like a really big payout on day 275. Or it was like mm -hmm. 5.7 on that yeah. day. So like on that day, so this was day 275. Let's see what guys made on day 275. Well, I'd have to have historical stake tax for that day, right. which I don't have in front of me. Probably Hex.Vision has that. But those guys obviously did very well because you can tell how many was staked. You can roughly tell how many Hex were staked by counting the shares. We do have a historical record of the shares. Actually, you could calculate I think you could use these columns of data to like reverse figure out how many hex there were staked that day because you have the payout total, you have the shares total, mm -hmm. and you have the payout per share. Now, I wouldn't if someone made like long stakes, yeah, you can't use you'd need more data because longer stakes are going to get more shares for less hex, you know. Yeah, I think but anyway, yeah, whatever. I think so the math isn't hard. Day payout total divided by total stake tax off hex.live uh, times 365 yeah. times 100 is your uh, APR linear. That's so, insane. By yeah. the way, that's insane. It's, yeah. uh, so after the after the big payday, it goes to 3.69. Well, and, and that's not it's even... It's going to be less. That's just, yeah, it's going to be less than 3.69. Nobody's going to actually see it. Yeah, um, you, so you, it'll be... Because yeah, you only get it when you have stake ends, and right. the average stake ends four and a half years from now. <clears throat> right. So, so that's massively delayed. <clears throat> so the, the, the maximum inflation is 3.69. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to get that, obviously, when people mm -hmm. aren't minting their coins. Right. So, like, you need people to end their stakes for that inflation to ever occur. And then you need that inflation via end stakes to occur in order for the quantity to go up, in order for future inflation. So right. you're not only getting delayed inflation, you're getting delayed inflation forever because yeah, less inflation crazy. now means less inflation later because the inflation later is based on a larger supply from earlier inflation. Okay. So I don't know when we'll ever actually have 3.69%. I'm not sure. But that's just the max. Well, I mean, wouldn't it be if nobody was staked? Because that would require everybody not to be staked, right? 0% of the people would have to be unstaked for it to get 3 points. Well, not zero, like point one or whatever the lowest amount of. Like tell one the truth, person. I, I think <laughs> you got to model all that shit. I just know yeah. it's going to be low. That's, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Right. Because I know the max is 3.69. So any type of difference from that means less. Yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy. So 3.69. So, uh, so, so that's when, after the big payday. So, Right, so after the big payday, we're gonna have would we say four hundred and fifty plus one hundred? I like think it's like four seventy six is my guess. Okay, it's really so a function like of how many people use self referral or not. Right. The more people that don't self refer, the less inflation, the lower that number is going to be. The more people okay. that do self refer, the more inflation, the higher the number that's going to be. So, so roughly, I mean, my guess I is like four seventy six. If people okay. behave and, the same way they have been behaving, and with the big payday. That's plus one eighty three point seven seven. Yeah, I'm and, just and rounding six hundred fifty. One eighty three point seven five five. So it's one eight point three. I'll just add them up. So okay. one eighty three point seven five five plus four seventy six. It's like six sixty b. 
Okay. After. So, but this assumes so motherfuckers the, are minting. If they don't mint, it, so true. So like it does. So I'm saying 660B, but it's actually entirely wrong. Yeah. Because that big payday credit, it won't hit. For it doesn't years. exist yeah. until you mint That's it. That's true. So really, the right. supply is going to be 476B plus whatever people actually mint. Right. Okay. And I don't know how many people are going to be minting. And then if they yeah. mint and then restake, the coins get burnt again. Yeah. Huh. But just but okay. they'll still be counted as like total supply. So I so mean, it's six, so it's three hundred and six or it's three point six nine off of that number, right? That's how you could accumulate. Like, well, that's the funny part is it's only unminted. So okay. it's it's only processing on the coins that have been minted. So when the big payday hits and it's mm-hmm. just credit and no one's minted it yet, inflation's not being paid on it. Not. Okay. So you're going to have a fuckload less than 3.69%. You really are. Yeah. Because you would need all those coins to have minted at least once, which right. they can't because they're staked, right? Mm-hmm. So like it's... I would love to. I would love the first day after BPD to be like, "Yo, look at the inflation rate. Isn't that crazy?" Because it ain't gonna be three point six nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. It depends on you count it. If you're if you're counting, it the it's going to be less than three point six nine from inflation from the inflating system. Right. But if you just look at like, oh, well, this guy didn't mint his coins yet. So now he minted his coins. Do you count that as inflation, even though we already knew they existed? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it's like, do you count coins that you knew existed? It's it's going to be. <laughs> it's a math nightmare. Dude. It's like, why does, here's, here's my opinion. Why does anyone actually give a fuck about the supply? Why do you actually care about the supply? Why do you actually right. care about the number? Because you think it's going to affect price. Right. That's why. And what actually affects price? Timing and onboarding of new users. Yeah. So it's like, yes, we can we can try and it's like did did Bitcoin hyperinflating like fuck for ten years hurt its price performance? Yes. But not enough to not make it one of the best appreciating assets right. that's ever yeah. existed in the history of mankind. <laughs> yeah. So. It is kind of crazy that you could sell uh, you know the the amount of that they sell every ten minutes when they right. mine that and they can still get a twenty thousand exactly. dollar bitcoin. Yeah, there's so much buy pressure because the world is so big and the money has to go somewhere right. that it can cancel out the six million dollars an hour of sell pressure. Right, it's a lot. And I had somebody ask me the other day. It was like, well, how many bitcoins are there in the world? Well, how many hex? Look at the hexes supply six hundred billion. <laughs> Crazy. It's, it's so like stupid. yeah, but if you look at all the satoshis, you could dr- get it like. How many satoshis do you go down times that by? Isn't that how you would kind of? Well, that's like that's like saying, like, yeah. But how many pennies are there in the world? And how many millionth <laughs> of pennies are there? And how many billionth of pennies are there? It's like he doesn't understand unit bias, yeah, or stock splits, yeah. or like yeah. math. You're just like, don't be stupid, yeah. dude. If you look on the chart, these low cap coins have outperf. The coins with lower quantity prices have outpumped the coins with higher quantity prices. Yeah, XRP outpump Bitcoin at a lower quantity price like people if if you have a hundred dollars and you go on coinbase do you want to buy point oh 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 one bitcoin or yeah or like you know six thousand ten or sixty thousand yeah you're like yeah i want to fucking nobody wants to buy a decimal of some shit it's too hard to reason about we like whole numbers 
the the number of hex that exists in the world was very carefully selected and analyzed to where it is very carefully selected to be what it is um so where where were we at we're talking about inflation yeah so like hex is going to have insanely low inflation when compared to what is openly viewed as the total supply yeah because I guess most people measure the total supply to include the big payday. But if they didn't measure the total supply to include big payday, then the inflation rates would be higher, right? So I think that you should include it. I mean, it's crazy that you'll have to like continue to look at the big payday for the next 15 years, at least after like uh you know one of the big things is like starting a stake that i think there's going to be a lot of people that start 5555 day stakes the day before uh the big payday or the the, the adoption amplifier ends right uh, to get that the longest stakes that have, will ever be in hex uh that can get that big payday bonus so it's like and then you, you're gonna see like this is where the, all the game theory with the big payday that i think is gonna be really cool within that last week where you're gonna see people emergency end stake because they want to get that big payday bonus and they want to stake them out for longer and then uh you see people are gonna start front running it there's also gonna be a lot of stakes i don't know man it's 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 so crazy. People that have like long stakes are like, hey, look, everybody's going crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, thank you. Thank you for all those emergency instincts. Look, volatility. Like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Staker unaffected. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah. You know, it's going to be crazy for that hilarious. last uh, couple of weeks. That's for sure. Even the last month, I think, is going to be really fun. Uh, oh, somebody says the gas fees on Uniswap are higher than AA. They probably are. They probably are. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got to do more. Uh, yeah, it's got to do more computation. Yeah, and computation. Hex was written very efficiently. I mean, Uniswap was yeah. written pretty efficiently too. But I think I think that guy's probably right. I'm kind of uh, glad that the Uniswap guys have that list now. You can drop down list doesn't. Thank God. Right. It still doesn't work properly, right? Like, if, even right, if you yeah. select the list, if you like click a URL that takes you directly to the contract address, it still gives you a fucking warning, even though you have the list selected. Which is obviously oh, really? stupid. Yeah. It is open source software. Maybe someone in the hex community, hint hint, could fix it so that you could use a contract address in the bar and then not get a fucking warning if it's in the list you already have selected. Hmm. That'd be handy. Crypto uh hex crypto developers. <clears throat> Let's see. Um that that's all I got, man. Somebody asks, how do I self-refer? Oh, yeah. Go to go.hex.com, click refer, copy your link, paste yeah. your link and your fucking URL and hit enter. <laughs> click your own link. As oh, long as crazy. you didn't click anyone else's links, you are now self-referred. You can hit control shift I to bring up the uh, Explorer, like analyze shit. So hit control shift I. Do I have that reprogrammed here? Oh, no, I just said the wrong thing. I thought it was F11. Uh, does that work too? Well, let's try it. I'm not trying that. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm F12. not hitting any F keys. No. So if you hit Control Shift I and then you click Application and the tab, Application, and then you click in the storage area, it says Cookies, and then you click go.hex.com. It's going to show you your A, 
which is your address, and then your R, which is your refer address. You can delete your R and then click your own link and then refresh this by either hitting F5 or hitting Control Shift I twice. And then you'll see that you're self-referred. And then you can enter the adoption lobby and you'll, you'll get your own 32% bonus. But if you click someone else's referral link, that shit's gonna get overwritten. You'll have to manually go in there and clear it again. Hopefully you guys all forget how to do that and the honest referrers get bonuses because they work hard for them. Like Mr. Hex.Doctor here, if you go to <laughs> Hex.Doctor, you're gonna get a 10% bonus. And then you don't have yeah. to go through all of this control shift I tomfoolery. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so a personal, on a personal note, uh, there's a ski cat, an, a well-known ski cat that's giving out 500,000 uh, hex if I can it, well, if I can lose 15 pounds in the next, uh, before the big payday. And then if Richard Hart can not lose, well, it looks like you're you're down some LBs, bro, so uh, you're looking good. Like, uh, no, no, is that? <laughs> I heard you say you were a stress eater. I am also a stress eater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Betting on uh, big payday <laughs> coming up and eating less is like, it's eh, uh, oh. probably a bad bet. You're fucked. Yeah. There's no way that guy. You're, you're not like. <laughs> you can hit your target, dude. I ain't. I'm not setting any kind of way. Well, I've already. Time. It's like my birthday was yesterday. You know, like my parents are wanting to celebrate my birthday in a couple of days, and then like uh, you got uh, family gatherings coming around. I'm like, dude, I, I I've been doing the fasting. Like he's gonna give me a million hex for fasting, and I've been doing that. I've been strict on that. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. Like, almost two million hex. So uh, I think that's a lot of uh, money. Yeah, it's like three grand probably, right? Yeah, now, something like that. I don't know. It's a lot it of money. Yeah. So, uh, well, a ski cat. Uh, you know, I'm keeping up with the, at least the fast. I don't know. If yeah, I'm ski gonna... cat hits the donuts <laughs> like like mad. I see. Yeah, I watch. Are... I watch uh, Hexologist stream all the time, and it's at dlive.tv, letter D L I V E dot TV forward slash Hexologist, and he live streams every night. And it's fucking awesome. Love yeah, watching. Seven forty p.m. Eastern time. Yep. Uh, if you guys want to come over there but uh yeah it's uh so there we go if uh if if by some some reason that you've lost 15 pounds in the next <laughs> if i get into like a tragic accident and lose a leg or something maybe 15 <laughs> pounds there but uh yeah, yeah not it's, it's not all right my it's leg. all right it's if it doesn't focus. happen you know i'm not no uh no no hard feelings good of them to put a fucking incentive out there to, to get us all to live longer i appreciate yeah, the, eff yeah. the effort maybe well, magically luckily it'll happen but yeah Maybe after big pay, after big payday, it seems like it's going to be so much easier. Right. <clears throat> yeah. After um, big payday, I got big plans, big plans. I'm just looking at the questions we got here. Oh, yeah. No problem. I like fasting. You see any good questions? Could, could um, Richard like go over the self-referral once again? That was like what? 20 minutes ago, oh, though. So, Pretty sure so I covered it real well. Control-Shift-I application storage cookies go to hex.com delete the r click your own link hit refresh what happens if uh 10 million bitcoin free claim in the next two weeks they will they also prefer then know. it just drives up the big payday by increasing the virality and critical mass bonuses okay. And it also um, like slightly increases the supply. Somebody's asking what you think who will win the uh, U.S. election. Ten million Bitcoin. 10, that would increase well, the supply by a lot. Actually, it might take yeah. it from like four seventy six to like five twenty or something. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. 
And what, so where do those do those uh, the, those penalties? I think I asked you this before. So they're, they're claiming ninety percent late. Do those pay, penalties get paid to the staker class and the OA like they would? Yes. Regular? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's like we're so the staker classes. Like uh, we're still still getting those penalties. You're going to do better. The the staker class is going to get paid more hex if more people free claim, because the big payday is going to go up, and that yes. only gets paid to the staker class. Mm -hmm. The supply will also go up. So, and and hex payout terms, the stakers get paid, and they don't just get a, they they get a larger percent of the pie, and they get more coins, and the origin actually gets less. If people would free claim more, the origin address would get less. Right. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> free claim. <laughs> go free claim, motherfuckers. But then, well, I re I read an article the other day that it said eighty percent of Bitcoin is in speculative, uh, like, investment. So it's probably well, sure. eighty percent is on like exchanges that can't free yeah. claim. Correct. Like, so it's correct. Like, so pretty much like twenty percent was like where we should be aiming because doesn't well, look yeah. like anybody even has control of their keys anymore for of the bitcoin of their bitcoin and but, really but those bonuses those are paid out on ones that could have claimed oh okay so if you so you could like that you the bonus isn't artificially is not artificially starved by trying to get you to get people to claim that can't it only counts right. people that could have there's some that are unknowable so like if you use if you use pay to script hash we can't know what type of script it was until you actually i ain't even gonna explain that shit to you man it's too goddamn hard <laughs> understanding right. addressing systems in bitcoin is a joke i'm not even gonna try and explain it to you man it just seems like you put in a lot of work for it and like it was just like it was kind of yeah. like slap in the face it was just like you know like yep. it seems like you did a lot of uh yep. work for it and then it was yep. just like no. mm -hmm. Richard Hart, we hate him over here at the Bitcoin land. It's like, but did he get it for free, idiots? Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> it's kind of like if true. the Ethereum network was to call Uni, the Uni drop, like them calling them a scam. It's like, yo, you're a scam because you're giving it to everybody for free. It's like, what? No, no, no. Where does the Uni go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, Where does, does the Uni go? Uni go? Yeah. Well, it goes into a fucking a pre-mine for the, the venture capitalist founders. But where's the outrage? Everybody listed it instantly. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What looks more like a security to you? Hex yeah. or Uniswap? Yeah. Well, I would say Uniswap. Yeah. Hmm. And 90, 95% of it is in the top 100 holders. 95% of all of the uni. So it's mm -hmm. like, uh, wow. So, well, it, which number 12 is Binance. So it's like, okay, <laughs> so they're going to have all of the governance that... Uh, uh, yeah. The, uh, that is in the uh the, the uni folks so it's like Hilarious. i don't know it's pretty crazy to me that's why i was asking about the collusion because it's like all these places listed well they, they're they're 12 owns by like these exchanges or not 12 percent, right. but the top 12 and it's like well you're making a lot of money off of this thing just for uh just and then you list it within an hour of it releasing pretty weird pretty weird Somebody in chat says, if I use my own referral for myself, I click on it and get 20%. No, you get 32%. Yeah. Because the 20 and the 10 compound to 32. So your 10 processes first, and then your 20 processes. And so you get the 20 on the 100 and the 10 on the top of the 100, and then it adds up to 32% bonus. 
Uh, somebody asked, what do you think of the recent news of the push by U.S. regulators to drop the Howey test for crypto and classify crypto as securities? Uh, I heard about that, and I don't think what you're saying is accurate about that. So wishful thinking broke. Uh, somebody said, is the Hex website going to be able to handle the big payday traffic? Uh, yeah, I think so. And if it's not, good good time to learn all about decentralized systems, huh? <laughs> let, let people use Etherscan and let them use another hex.win and let them use hexmob.win and apphex.win. Yeah. There's a lot of other options that aren't go to hex.com. So, um, but I mean, hex.com is hosted on an extremely scalable system, which automatically scales. So, you, you can't like it's never come close to having a problem that I know of. So yeah. And yeah if you're worried know. about it, what's wrong with now? Yeah. Stake. Your own yeah. You like paying a higher share price? Is that what you like? Share price is as lowest now it'll ever be. It will never get lower. Right now the share price is as low as you'll ever see it. It only goes up. Period. So um let's see i don't know oh ski cats in the in the chat just uh dropped an in jet oh, ski nice. cat welcome thank you so much just tuned in thanks nice both guy. of all of you for what all of you do thank you ski cat thank you so much for that bro uh I'm, re- I'm just checking chat here how many decimals in hex eight it's eight decimals in hex and those are called hearts right yeah Parts. The reason the reason that we prefer eight decimals is because since we have so much supply on the left side of the decimal point, we don't need a shitload on the right side. Mm. So there's already enough hearts worth of hex to assign each grain of sand on the planet Earth a price of about two and a half to three hearts. Mm. So if you're in the business of selling grains of sand, hex <laughs> still has a decent amount, enough resolution for you to price it in. Uh, hey, I mean, it's, it solves it for the long term, honestly. Right. I mean, so we, we put, a, we put a lot of thought into how many decimals, and it's also the number of decimals that Bitcoin has, which is handy. Um, but the, you know, Bitcoin has 18 million and then eight decimals. Hex has, you know, 475 billion before the big yeah. payday. Uh, and then eight decimals. So. We, we have more resolution, which gives us uh, less uh, unit bias, which means it's less likely someone has to price a product in 0. 0.00000 something, which sucks right. balls. Nobody likes it. It's yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah. People want to pay yeah, a number for something, not a decimal for something. I mean, mm-hmm. once it, when you're in Bitcoin and you see that, you're like, I mean, just accidentally fat fingering it and leaving one zero out of there. Oh, yeah. You're, you're like, like you're, you know. I did that earlier. Like, oh, I, I did that yesterday. I was like, hey, the hex price is 0.038. Somebody posts, you're a fucking liar. I'm like, oh, there's a zero missing. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for telling me that. And that was only one zero. Thank, yeah. Thanks for cursing me out for the typo, bro. The math was still right, but the, the fucking, the, the typing into the, right. the Twitter was off by one zero. <clears throat> uh, somebody asked, would you want to see hex on a big exchange, like uh, Binance or Coinbase or deep? Is that? Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so go ahead and make that happen. 
Uh, what was the significance of the hexagon shape in devising hex? Uh, luck. Just luck. I like the pump, the, how it looks like it's pumping. That's. Uh... Oh, that was on purpose. The, yeah. the logo has a shitload of thought that went into it. Yeah. But just having hex as the word was luck because I registered a shitload of Bitcoin domains. And that one was the, the best expired Bitcoin domain that I had. And then I was like, yo, fuck Bitcoin. Let's drop that shit out of there. Let's have a better brand. Hex.com beats the fuck out of Bitcoin Hex as a brand. Murders it. Hex beats Bitcoin as a brand as well. Hex is amazing. Can you misspell it? Not really. Is it short? Yeah. Is it a dictionary word? Yeah. Is it .com? Yeah. Okay. Is Bitcoin a dictionary word? No. It's two words. Compound. Bitcoin. Okay. How many other things in the space have the word bit in them? All of them. How many other things in the space have the word coin in them? All of them, right? What's what's the most popular futuristic technological shape? Hexagon. What's Bitcoin shape? Circle. Anything strong or powerful about the circle? Nah, it sucks. Okay, what about uh, does it does the Bitcoin logo show any kind of growth? It leans a little bit forward. Looks like it's drunk. It's gonna fall over. But hex shows geometric growth in it up and to the right. You know, um, it, it's just a vastly superior logo, vastly superior brand name, vastly superior brand, superior feature set, superior price performance, superior security, in my opinion, superior community. It just does everything better. Almost everything. Heck, uh, Bitcoin's more liquid. It's on more exchanges. It's on more ATMs. It's accepted at a pitiful number of retailers. However, that pitiful number is larger than Hex. Um, Hex's focus is not retail shopping adoption, which gives a place right. for people to dump their hacks. Hey guys, we worked really hard to give you new places to sell your hacks for shit. Yeah. Sell your hacks. Ew. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. Gross. How about buy hacks? That sounds better to me. So I'll like, you know, Hey guys, look at all these new ways you can dump. No. <laughs> Yeah. I'm good. You, get, you know, you can't buy coffee with Berkshire Hathaway stock. Seems to have worked out real well for him. <clears throat> but, but you know, look, we say that on one side, but on the other side, we've got really cheap, high throughput transactions through ZK Sync. So even though it's not our focus, we accidentally do it better. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, yo, even though uh, anonymity is not our focus, we accidentally do it better. Even though uh, throughput's not really our focus, we accidentally do it better. Awesome. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's pretty funny. Yeah, one of the, I think one of the big things that I'm waiting for is the staker app, man. Like I haven't seen any of it. Software, bro. It like, takes forever. I know. I know. You're but like, man, that thing, onboarding users through like an app on their phone is going to be, be nice. Right? It's you know, it'd be like, nice if you could just wire money for Hex. Just fucking yes. send a wire. Yeah. Oh, you want to put a hundred grand into Hex? Send a hundred grand there. Thanks. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? God, that would be nice. Is there is there ways that we could? Is do you have to have a bank kind of license to do that, or is it is there a way? I mean, there's that one that's on Hex.com where you can do it, but that that thing is the fees are crazy on it. Whatever the it runs off of, I can't remember. I haven't the, looked at that in a while. The it's like a hundred dollars and it's like twenty seven dollars to buy. Let's take a look at that. Crazy Let's like go that. look. Hex.com, everybody. Go to Hex.com. We see the widget. And it's calculating. 
Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Hold on. Let's try different currencies here. I try. Yeah, Ew. I think the GBP is really bad. Still. Maybe it's doing it wrong, though. It could just be wrong. So let's yeah. check. It could just be lying about the, the slippage. Oh, and the slippage is 10%. Maybe, or maybe it's wrong. Yeah. Let's look it up. So let's go to uh, Uniswap. I mean, I already did this math earlier, so. It already, I already did this math earlier and like one ETH was uh, like 98,876 hex if self-reft. Yeah. So then let's put in one ETH here hope the price didn't move too much so one eth right now or then was like 353 still 353 cool so let's use 353 gives us 353 usd is going to give us 70,009 Whereas on Uniswap, it would have given us 98,876, 7,900. Now this USD pair we already know is always fucked. So right, yeah. USD one's not the best one. So let's try the GBP one and let's convert, let's convert 353 ETH to 353 USD to GBP. It's 278 GBP. And let's stick that in go.hex.com. Two seven eight, I think I said. Yeah. So two seven eight GBP is gonna get you like ninety-eight thousand on uni. It's gonna get you seventy six thousand via this app. But tell me there's America, a problem fetching price. So can you do that in America? Will it automatically like if I wanted to buy GBP with an American bank account? Would it someone's got to try it? I think it should still work. I would like someone to try it. Yeah. Yeah. So know. this says your slippage is fourteen percent. Oh, I got to enter that other number in there. Two. Two seventy-seven. Yeah, these these rates used to be very good. I think, yeah, I think did. what happened is that they have to pay the Ethereum fees to send you the shit, hmm. and then they probably ratcheted the system up to make up for the horrible fees. Yeah, because they 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 have to pay fees to execute a trade on Uni, and then they have to pay the fees to send that shit to you. Right. I, I guess they could in theory wrap that into one thing. Because Uni does support that that feature. Yeah, I'm not sure why this sucks like this. <laughs> oh, I think I think they changed it from routing through Uni at all to just using uh, <clears throat> to just using uh, HitBTC liquidity. I uh, think the reason okay. these slippages suck is because they're using HitBTC liquidity, which is like a BTC gotcha. pair. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Oh, so it's got a route through Bitcoin and then set. I'll, I'll try and find out what's going on with the shit because that <laughs> does not look like a fabulous price. But let's, okay, so let's try a different method, right? So you're trying to pay with credit card. Well, this would be wire, which should be fucking better. Um, right. 
What if what if we try and do it by wire? Does it unfuck itself? Or you can't like wire on MetaMask? Well, I mean, so this thing gives you an option to buy by card or bank transfer. You can click right. card payment. Maybe the slippage on card payment's less. Nope. Looks the same. All right, so let's try this other link on hex.com, which is the buy hex with credit card A. Let's see what that gives. Maybe that's better. Yeah, car, bank transfer is actually better. Well, there's this Indicoin thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So... What were we doing? 277 GBP? That's uh, yeah, going to give so. you a 71,000, which seems like the same. And then what if we use USD, which I'm not even sure if you can, but hey, it goes in the drop down. Let's try it. 353 USD. Oh, there we go. Okay, this is a good price or better. So 353 USD, which is one ETH. Mm hmm. Self-referred gives you like 98,876. Oh, I'm using an asshole price. I'm, I'm fucking this math up. You can't, this isn't the Uniswap price. Yeah, it's the 98,876 is the wrong number to compare against because that's not the Uniswap price. Yeah. So let me go pull the Uni price again. I'm not saying you're getting a better deal, but you're not getting as bad a deal as we were indicating here. Yeah. Um, Now look, when you go to Uniswap and you just put one hex, you gotta add some zeros to that shit because it does some weird routing and tells you the wrong price. So you gotta keep adding zeros until you look at the router and the router stops trying to route you through some weird pair and just gives you the legit pair. So right now, if I just put one, it's like, okay, we're gonna route you through Weth and then die and then hex and you're yeah. only gonna pay like 1105. But then you add some zeros, right? Which you need to, to get like a normal like your fees don't cost more than your transaction shit. And then you're like, oh, it's actually one, 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 seven. So to get the real price, you gotta add some zeros in there. So the real price is like not one, 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 it's one, one, two, I guess. Yep, one, one, two. So four zeros, four zero, well, I'll just do this in the calculator times it by one ETH. Oh, this is hex to ETH. Hold on. So I'll just do one ETH to hex. You get 80,000. You don't have to do all that shit I just told you if you're just using one ETH instead of one hex. Yeah. So one ETH gives you 89,474, which is way fucking less than the 98,900 I was using a moment ago to compare against. So these, these numbers are much closer than they were. So... <clears throat> If you go through app.uniswap.org, you're getting 89,474. If you self-refer and you do AA, and we don't know how many other people will join towards the end, the end of the day, people tend to join. Uh, but if no one else joined, and it was just the price you know, of a minute ago or 10 minutes ago, you would've got 98,876. But the market price as it is right now, and probably that price, like people join, probably you get yeah. less hacks. So, uh, 89,474 is the market price of one Ethereum will get you on Hex right now. 
and you know you're gonna have to pay like six dollars of fees or some shit to to run this trade or maybe it's eight dollars i don't even know what a uniswap trade costs right now um <clears throat> so one eth equals uh, 89474 and then to make our lives easy we'll just do USDC instead and one US we'll do 100 USDC equals 252 or 25224 so 100 USDC equals 25224 I'm sorry 25224.8 so we'll call it 25225 that's what 100 USDC gets you. Now let's see what 100 USDC gets you on Indicoin. Using the USDC dropdown, About you're getting the same shit. Actually, you're getting more. It's cheaper to buy from Indicoin than it is to buy from Uniswap. 100, 100 uh, USD on Indicoin gets you 25379. And I guess you 25225 on Uniswap. So it's actually cheaper to buy Hex, Hex by credit card. What? Is that the same thing on Hex.com? Yeah, but you gotta click oh. the link. It's a link, a link to Indicoin. It's not the box that's just oh, sitting there. Oh, oh okay, yeah. This yeah, is the Indicoin right. link. So okay. on Indicoin, if you drop down to USD, mm-hmm. which I don't even know you could use, but hey, fucking, I hope you can. That's awesome. I hope you can. Everybody, <laughs> if you wanna buy Hex cheaper than Uniswap, this link on Hex.com, you gotta use that link on Hex.com. Other links aren't as good deal. This is like some special shit. Um, 100 USD gets you 253 or 25,379, but 100 USDC on uh, Uniswap only gets you 25,225. You don't even have to pay gas with this one. So you don't have to pay gas and you're getting more for your, and you might be getting some bonus points on your credit card and you're getting uh, a cheaper price than Uniswap using this link. That's pretty fucking good. But I didn't I didn't think you could use USD. I thought you had to use like other currencies. On this on this uh thing you, on the that link you can't on the on the on the box on your on the hex.com you can use USD. Well, you okay. Sorry. I think I think you can use USD if you're not living in America. If mm. you don't have a USA IP, I think you can use USD currency. But if you have a USA IP, they'll be like you can't do it from in the U.S., but if you're if you're a non-U.S. person outside the U.S., I think you can use USD as your input currency. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think Guam uses USD. You know. Hmm. Anyway, um, but regardless, I bet that price holds for other things as well. Like how much? How much is a hundred USD in GBP? It's seventy-eight forty-six. Okay, and what is seventy-eight forty-six? in this Indicoin shit. Give me GBP, please. 19694. Did this work? Let me check this again. That that obviously wasn't the right, the right math. GBP. 2 it's 25059 it's the same shit so you're going to get you're going to get the same price whether you're using USD or GBP or whatever the fuck if you're using that Indicoin link but I, I i don't think us users can use it i think only international users can use it so if you're in australia or canada or BPN, uk or not if you're if you're in a uh, if you're visiting 
I don't fucking know. Okay. You guys tell me. You try it. Go to this uh, link. Go to hex.com. Click the option A, and you let me know what works because the price is better than Uniswap, and you get bonus points on your credit card. Um, he, he can't just hit us with another ninja. So we're looking skinny. He just took off his glasses. We're looking skinny. So nice. it looks like it's happening. Great. I wish my scale went to the same vision doctor that you go to. For real. Um, optometrist, ophthalmologist. Uh, so now let's look at the other option, right? So we go on the front of hex.com and we look at this Indicoin shit, which is displaying like weird high fucking numbers. Let's drop the USD, which historically I thought sucked here, but we're, we're looking it up. I'm clicking Visa card payment. And we're going to type this 100 USD thing. It's only giving us 15,000. That's a big difference. Yeah. So 100 USD on card on this front thing is like 15,000. And 100 USDC on the Indicoin link is 25,000. That's a big, big fucking yeah. difference. And there's $31 of total fees on that uh, on the on the front page thing. That is a big fucking <laughs> difference. Yeah. So I don't know what's wrong with this dude's shit. These guys need to fix their shit, I guess, because I don't see any reason that anyone would ever want to pay such a shit price. Yeah. I mean, probably just pull it off the fucking site. I mean, who's making that missing money? I don't know, but right. that, that rate yeah. seems garbage to me. Yeah, the, it used to be like $5 for a thousand, or five GBP for a thousand GBP. Yeah, it used now, to be fabulous. Now it's, it's not, like... Yeah, it's garbage now. Okay, 78 point, what was the GBP shit? 78.46, 78.46. So using Bankwire to GBP used to kick ass with this thing. Yeah. It keeps saying this problem fetching the price all the time. It's pissing me off a bit. Yeah, these, these rates just suck balls, dude. And there's always this, I guess this, maybe this widget doesn't belong here anymore. Is there any benefit for this widget to be here? Uh, I mean, if I'm it sucks sure. balls, I never tell anybody to go to it. Cause it looks, uh, you know, it used to be good. Yeah. It was five GBP. If you're going to do that. But yeah. I'll have to figure that out. I will evaluate removing this fucking thing. Um, I, yeah, we'll see whether they, they're going to fix it or if it just needs pulled, but I don't, okay. I don't see how giving people a bad deal is like, I don't know who benefits from that bad deal. Cause there's somebody should be somebody benefiting from it. Right. Um, but I don't know who in this case is they, let's find out. Thanks for putting it on my radar. <clears throat> uh, somebody asked if anybody knows if the OA has claimed their uni. And if they've done anything with it. It's all on chain, ain't it, bro? <laughs> it's all on chain, ain't it? Uh, somebody also said late on stake penalties is a bad feature. If it wasn't there, guys with small stakes could just wait out until fees go lower. Uh, mm, I don't really agree with that. I, I like mean, let's talk about stake. businesses that make money on you being late. Yeah. Every rental thing ever, cars, videotapes, CDs, tuxedos, every rental thing ever. 
if you don't remove your stake, you're diluting all the other shareholders. They're all making less because your shitty expired st- shares are still sitting there reducing their pads. Yep. Is that fair? That you said you were going to end stake at a certain time and someone needs to upgrade the network's system state for the idea to do the math that your shit is done and you're, you're pulling out. So why don't you pay to update the system state? And how do we incentivize you to keep the system state accurate? By penalizing you for not doing what you said you would and ending your stake when you said you would, which fucks all over everybody else. So you should be penalized for not doing what you said you would. And who should pay for your computation but you? Because there is no free in the Ethereum network. You have to pay gas for any form of computation to be done. And in general, banks and like, oh, you know, uh, pay your credit card bill late. See how that works out. You're, you're going to get fucked if you do anything late anywhere at all because it's a profit center for the people on the other side of the trade. And in this case, it's that's really the staker that in the way. So it's, it's, it's like a revenue center for stakers. So elite, you being a dumbass and being forgetful and irresponsible yeah. is a revenue center for the stakers. And it's by design that way. And it's required for the, the network system state to be kept accurate and timely. So it's two for one good thing. Like... The reason, by the way, that bigger pays better exists is so that people combine their stakes into larger amounts to reduce load on the network. So maybe make bigger stakes that are longer, and then you don't have to worry about gas fees so much. Do those shares continue to dilute everybody, the ones that are not staked? Yeah, but in theory, that dilution might be beneficial to you because it's... So when a person starts incurring late stake, late end stake penalties, they get credited mm-hmm. to the people that were staked. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like if a guy nukes his account to zero by not end staking for 102 weeks, Yeah. He doesn't get anything, and the stakers in the OA get everything. Yeah. So would you prefer that, where that guy gets nothing and everybody else gets his stuff? Or would you prefer that someone run a good accounting function and stop him bleeding out and update the share rate system to have less shares? See, the the thing is, like... I think a good way to visualize this is when he nukes himself with penalties, that is a redistribution of hex coins from him to other people. Yeah. And the staker class that actually is, you know, the people that are actually. Right. Yeah. The other option is that someone. So, so when he bleeds out in that way, the hex actually gets created and minted and redistributed to other people when someone runs good accounting or, uh, or end stakes the guy. The other option is that, well, so while that guy is bleeding out, the hex that he would have been paid that might have been minted that might have caused inflation doesn't cause inflation. So it delays inflation as well. Um, my gut feeling is letting the dude bleed out and lose all his money to other people is game theory positive for the other people that got the money. I, th- I don't think that those guys end off better 
if they stop him bleeding out earlier. That's my gut feeling. Yeah. Because that guy obviously has less hacks, no hacks. If he bleeds out over a hundred, you know, 102 weeks or whatever. I mean, the bleeding starts at after week two, two weeks, and then right. for a hundred after week 100, he's at, he's at empty. Right. Um, it's two years. It's a long fucking time. Right. Um, yeah, but it's if not you, like that big as long as you catch it within. Well, if you're good at counting the guy and don't let him bleed out. If, yeah. you, if you're good at counting the guy and you don't let him bleed out, he ain't giving any more penalties to the staker class right. that he would have otherwise given. Yeah. But so it just seems so. So it's like, thing. what is the upside for not getting that guy's hex as a staker? I think it, what I, what Kyle, when I talked to Kyle, he said it was the share dilution. Right. But, but you're, but okay. So the shared, so who the dilution occurs because he has shares in the system, mm -hmm. the dilution in effect pays all the other stakers a little tiny minuscule bit less to give himself that bit. Right. Yeah. But if he's going to bleed out over time anyway, aren't you actually going to get that bit back from him anyway? Yeah. And so it's like, my, my gut feeling is that the staker class is going to end up better letting people bleed out than good accounting. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause because like, where, where's the input energy coming from? Like how, how are the stakers going to make more by being quote diluted less? Right. They're going to be, they're they're getting diluted less by by giving this guy his full pay instead of a reducing pay every week that he doesn't right so it's yeah, like he's not going to ever i mean if he's dead or if he's yeah, I, don't, I don't i mean i just don't never see going, you're never going to see those hex again they're going to be gone forever kind of thing where it's like if if you get diluted less it's because a guy that was going to pay you a penalty isn't going to pay you that penalty anymore yeah. And then it's this equation of like, How is there much? any system state in which this guy giving us his penalties, like I just, it, it feels to me like the stakers do far better on the penalties. Right. Yeah. But I don't even, I don't even know what percentage of penalties is even late end stakes. Because I think, I think the vast majority of penalties is emergency end stakes, which are early. Right. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't even I don't think that late end stakes even make up a significant portion of the penalties at all. No, I check so. them on my daily show, like it, you know, on the on the feed, and there's rarely any big ones. Rarely yeah. any big uh, right. late end stakes. So it's like, I mean, especially right now, right? You know, like we're we're only three hundred days in. But but, but so there's like a, there's a hidden benefit though. The hidden benefit is if people earn a lot of hex. And they don't sell it. Price be like great, awesome. Yeah. the The issue, as far as price is concerned, is the people that sell. So, if a if a guy was gonna get a hundred k of hacks out of a stake, but he fucks it up and gets fifty k because the emergency end stakes, and his yeah. plans were sell. Well, would you rather the price get sold down by hundred or by fifty k? It makes a difference on the price chart. Yeah. If you buy 100K, price moves a bit. Yeah. I mean, let's let's take a look. Like, 
we'll go, we'll just go at the price chart and see like on the one minute chart, some guys buy or sell and then see how much it moved the price. Right. So let's go to uniswap.vision and let's look at the ETH USDC pair and let's jump down to the minute chart. Okay. Here's a guy that just bought, he bought 125,000 hex and that buy moved the price up. Well, let's find a bigger order. Let's find a nice, nice juicy big order somewhere. Are there any juicy ones? What about you? I want to find a nice one. I do not miss the days looking at the minute chart trying to trade. That's the first time I've looked at the minute chart in a long time. <laughs> All right. Well, like, I don't know. Here's one. All right. So this guy bought 617,000 hex and the price moved up half a percent. Now, how much is 617,000 hex worth? Do to do 2,500 bucks. So this guy moved the hex price half a percent with 2,500 bucks. So if a guy sells 25K instead of 50K, or if he sells 50K instead of 100K, it's a big goddamn difference. Yeah. So like, yeah, like all these penalties, if you look at those 850 million hacks of penalties, if those people didn't pay those penalties, like, and they just sold that shit instead, the price would be hurt. Yeah, it's a lot of money the price would be fucking hurt. Yeah. I mean, there's only in, right. So when you go to hex.vision, it shows you how much liquidity there is on uh, the pair. So like, if you look at uh, the ETH hex pair, it's gonna show you that on V2, which is the most liquid pair, mm -hmm. that there's, eight hundred and eighty million hex and ninety eight hundred ETH. Yeah. In the in the pair. You can do that on Uniswap.vision as well. It's right there at top. So, That's what I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean you can look that up on Uniswap.info and find the, the trading pair and all that shit, but yeah, it's just yeah, easier yeah. to do it here. Yeah. So like imagine if if those eight hundred and eighty uh million hacks weren't paid as penalties and they were just given to those people and they just sold them all. The price of hex would be four times lower right now. It would be 75% less than it is right now. Hmm. If they sold right now, because anytime you double one side of the equation, you move the price four X in that way. Right. So if you doubled the ETH right now from 9,800 to like 19.6, then the price would four X. Now it works the other way. If you doubled the hex, which it ain't so easy to find 880 million fucking hex, it's just really not that easy to find it. Yeah. Um, unless you're a whale, I guess, like the origin or something, right? But if you're just like normal dude, very hard to find, which is why the price goes up because the market supply is very low. Everybody stakes this shit <clears throat> or, or just has long time preferences. It seems if, uh, those, those 880 million hacks that were penalized from those people and didn't get sold. Well, I mean, 
you know, in theory, I guess some of them got redistributed to people that might've sold them. But, but my point is like getting hacks out of weak handed pleb hands is amazingly good for price because the plebs can't sell what they don't have. And then yeah. the price doesn't get fucked. Right. Yeah. The whole game in appreciating assets is supply and demand. Mm-hmm. You can increase the, the demand, you can decrease the supply that creates positive price pressure. Right. Hex algorithmically yeah. rewards those that create positive buy pressure by reducing supply. I mean, reducing, reducing supply isn't the same as positive buy pressure, but since we obviously have some demand, yeah, which causes like, people like pressing buy, yeah. having less of them, less for them to be able to buy is the entire name of the game. Right. So I want to well, that's see what Bitcoin loves. Like they love saying, Oh, we only got 21 million. That's like their, that's like their big, right. It's only 21 million, bro. Yeah. You can, do you want to get one of them? Like, it works. Okay. Well, yeah. It does work yeah. as yeah, long as there's demand, good. you know, like if, if you right. have a limited supply of uh, videos, of you getting kicked in the balls, I don't know. <laughs> that market probably saturates quickly. It's probably a very limited market for how many people want to buy that video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good for one copy. I don't need two <laughs> copies, you know? <laughs> Give me the Rochambeau special. Yeah. Uh, so my point about this, like, it's it's just like giveaways. If you if you give away someone some hex, that shit could be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah. But if you just give them away something else, you don't have that risk that they're going to come back one day and be like, ha ha ha! Now I'm going to sell this shit that went up a hundred x on you. You know, so that's what I love about hex is rare and people aren't just throwing it around like it's fucking play money because they know it could be worth a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So that, and that I believe is part of the reason why the price has done as well as it has is because people don't fucking part with their hex very easily. They don't want to give it up. They want to keep their hex because their hex their hex can keep taking more, making more hex. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, it, it was funny. Cause like, I've probably given away like 2 million hex at the first. Cause like that, I, it was worth, you know, whatever 116 X less than it was worth, uh, right now. So I was just like, Oh, here you go. And I threw, threw it around and then it went up 116 and everybody over on telegram was, you know, everybody was tipping each other. Here's a thousand hex. Here's 5,000 hex. Now it's like, you see somebody that's like, Here's three hex, like every <laughs> <in a> <laughs> Somebody in chat asked life. that today. They're like, oh, I used to get thousand hex tips. I'm like, one, if you beg in here, I'll ban you. Two, the yeah. price went up hundred X, fuck you. Like, why <laughs> yeah. do you think like yes, like, it's fucking yeah, it's it's stealth beggar, man. What happened to the thousand hex tips? Right, yeah. Listen, weirdly named guy. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny, but yeah. So I, I learned my lesson pretty quick. I was like, oh, that was a lot of money. That was uh, that was oh. a little bit, of money. Yeah. but uh, that's all right. You know, still made it up in the. Uh, Don't you got to do your normal show? Or we're already on your channel. Yeah, yeah, we're already on I your can, channel. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're already on my channel. But I, so what's this right. day three hundred shit, man? Okay, so day three hundred. If everybody's watching on uh, Richard's channel, and I'm sure everybody on D Live knows. Uh, so day three hundred, everybody. I don't know who came up with it, but day 300, we're all going to be the the Spartan hexagons and buy one Ethereum's worth of uh, of uh, hex. 
on Uniswap uh, as the, the the Spartan hexagons. You know, we're we're gonna set up a, a perimeter. All right. And what is it called? A well, I would recommend you guys phalanx? get in early to scare off other people. <clears throat> yeah, and so we're in about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes is when that kicks off. So I have right. it, it, it's it's a self participation. So if you don't want to participate, that's fine. You know, no 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 harm if you do. It's but a good chance for you guys to learn about the referral system. Go to hex oh, doctor yeah. and get a ten yeah. percent oh, yeah. bonus. And we're using the AA. Sorry, excuse me. Yes, we're using the AA, not Uniswap. So yeah. Uh, get in, get in there now. So uh, if you can. look, you can you can use uh, hex doctor and get a ten percent bonus, or you can do Self-referring. some yeah. some more advanced stuff and work for your thirty two percent. Yeah, just click my referral link first, and then you can do the advanced after. <laughs> 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 you can just advance yourself right out, but just click the referral link first, just in case, just in case, because then you won't get any referrals. So uh... right. <laughs> So yeah, man. But uh, dude, great, great, uh, great. Three hundred days, blast, dude. Best three hundred days of my life. Honestly, it's been the funnest. Uh, I'm so glad that I started streaming because this is this. You know, this coin is awesome. So I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, and everything that's been built, all the people that I've met have been some of the smartest, like most brilliant people in this uh, community. So it's like. You are kind of like a little portion. I think that you are your your followers are kind of who you are. You you know huh. maybe not always, but you're like a little kind of portion of them. Like and that, I think that you've created a bunch of people. You've got really smart people, like really funny people. Right. And that's why we have all this stuff. It is you cool. Know, like we do memes. have some very smart people in the community. Yeah, and so it's like you curated this to to where it's at now and it's so awesome and uh I, 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 on you know on behalf of me and everybody else i'm sure uh, thanks for making such a great thing man hey man i love watching i know you streams. don't get a thing I, I, you don't get a lot of things so thank i you. appreciate everything i get because man yeah. ain't no shortage of hate no <laughs> yeah. shortage man says yeah. he's gonna do a thing does the thing works perfect does even better than people could have expected Yep. Man gets demonized. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's pretty the fuck? Y'all it's should, gross. like, everybody out there getting hacked, fuck all you guys. You should bow down. Yep. Everybody out there price wrecked, fuck all you guys. Bow. Everybody out there predicted the price wrong, bow. Everyone that talks shit, knees. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Respect. You know, oh, fuck. Yes, yes. I give respect. I know who's smarter than me, For real. and I know who's not. You know, shit. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And I think that uh, I think that you kind of being like that, where it's it may have gotten some haters, but it also gets you some people that actually really like. Okay, he actually does. You know, the people that stay and listen, they're yeah. like, oh man, he actually is brilliant. Like he has the he has the the brains to back it up. He doesn't have, just be like, I'm the smart. You know, he's not like a Peter McCoy. I'm not the smart. I'm smart, but man, then. I'm <laughs> Well, not you know, you're probably the smartest person in cryptocurrency for like knowledge wise. Well, it, you know, area under the curve. Like, yes, there's people yes. that specialize deeper down some parts. Right. Like, there's right. some people that understand consensus networks a little bit better. There's people that understand development a little bit better. Right. But if you multiply development, consensus network, game theory, yeah. social theory, security, trustlessness, yeah. cypherpunk ideals, you multiply all that shit. I don't think there's anybody yeah. that's got more meat under the curve than I do. Nobody. No nobody no. and so yeah it's 
Yeah. It's glad I'm glad I found you and uh thank you for making such an awesome product. My pleasure. Three hundred days. We got fifty one days until the AA ends, so uh, I'm super excited. Let's show let's show all our stuff because I want to Okay, go. yeah. Uh so uh mine's D live D L I V E dot T V forward slash hexologist, uh just like how it's spelled right here. Uh and on Twitter I'm hexologist thirty one, I think. So whatever Twitter is at hexologist 31 at hexologist 31 and that's pretty hexologist clips on YouTube. If you go over there. Yeah. Everybody, everybody should keep watching hexologist live stream. So if you're watching me on YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, uh, Facebook right now, go to D Now that's D letter D L I V E shitty brand name, right? Is it D E? We don't know, right? It's just D just the letter D. That's why hex is so much fucking better. I don't have to spell it to you, right? <laughs> So dlive.tv, letter D-L-I-V-E.tv, forward slash hexologist. Uh, he'll be uh, streaming tonight more. He does his normal every night thing. Yeah, literally uh, right after usually 200 this. people a night watching, 186, something like that. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart Win. You can follow me on youtube.com forward slash Richard Hart, youtube.com forward slash SciVive, which I broadcast there sometimes instead of here. Uh, t.me forward slash hex crypto 20,400 people in there today t.me forward slash sci my free self-help book you can download uh, there's actually two of them and uh what else free books free chat free coins hex.com hex.doctor for his referral link hex.com uh, if you're too dumb to, to want a free 10 percent bonus which you would get by clicking hex.doctor um yeah come join us man you, you know uh, launch phase is over in 50 51 days is it 51 yeah uh, yeah it's like Fuck. that well it's 51 yeah that i know man. not I know. much time <laughs> i know launch phase is gonna be over really really soon and the big payday 183.7 billion hacks is gonna be credited to the staker class by shares share price only goes up and uh, right now the circulating supply or rather the total supply is 355b i think that's it. Yeah. It's good talking to you, man. I'll be watching your yeah, show you in uh, Thanks, next a few minutes. Thanks. We got other. All we got right, a bunch man. of other streamers in the in the Hex ecosystem as well. Yeah. We got Crypto Coffee. Yeah. We got uh, the uh, dog RG3's guy. Can't discourse. Uh, Hodel Dog Discourse yeah. Syndicate. Yeah, and we got um, uh, Conrad Zen, and we've got uh, who else? Uh, Big Krakowski, Randy Hilarski, Balliot Brand, RG Three, and Hex and Net uh, sometimes. Yeah, so who's the awesome dude with the special effects? Who is that? Special effects, bro. I don't know who's that. The guy that does oh, all the Ministry effects. of Hex? No, the guy the guy that does the uh he does you said he should make an account you should you said he should make a oh, YouTube. Oh, oh, Johnny Chaos. Johnny yeah. Chaos. Yeah, CCFX yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. I, I don't think he has a YouTube, so. His his vids are great. Um yeah. bunch of ones. bunch of people that make hex videos that uh they really make awesome stuff. Yeah way better than any community so thanks somebody asked thanks what is it. up with that fake chair in the back he took my <laughs> background and then made it a green screen so he's got a green screen of my background I'm behind him Richard's house, so man. i like it everybody it was the nice. meme <laughs> <laughs> i mean shit why buy all the stuff if you can just green screen it <laughs> <laughs> yeah what the heck oh man all right man it's great talking oh, to you hey. yeah you too hey take care T.me forward slash hex crypto, everybody. I'll, I'll put I'll pop it in the chat. All right.
Hey chat. This is like the best chat ever. And then here's my Twitter. And here is my YouTube. This keyboard sounds so good, doesn't it? It's beautiful. All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. Go to go to hex.com, claim your hex for free, transform your Ethereum into hex. Uh, follow me on Twitter, click like, click subscribe, click the bell icon, and watch Hexologist now at dlive.tv forward slash Hexologist. His show is pretty awesome, a little bit more action packed um, than answering questions because questions can be pretty hard. And that's it, guys. It's been a pleasure, man. I enjoy being on this ride with you guys.